<laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to another. Well, up. Uh, well, wow. Yeah, this is good. Should we do that again? No, no. Okay. Let's, let's roll Welcome with it. to another episode of the Ungrown Ups podcast. This is uh, episode fifty-nine, otherwise known as the 59th episode. Fifty-nine is actually my. Well, that's my lucky number, man. That's my my jam. So maybe this will be uh, better than terrible. Why is fifty-nine your jam? I don't know. It's just been my number since I was a kid. Really? Like yeah, you, that was number. your jersey number and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yep. Weird, but it is true. Is there just no reason you just picked it at random? I'm sure there's something behind it. Because like whenever Grayson, like I can super remember. Yeah, Grayson yesterday had his uh, little league tryouts. Okay, and so as part of that tryout process, well, not even the tryout process. When you sign up for the season, they yeah. ask you what your preferred jersey numbers are. Oh, okay. And so every year it's a different number with Grayson, and and his is kind of the same way. It's just random. Like 43 is kind of the most common number he picks. Okay, and that's because of Ken Block, and that's Ken oh, Block's number. Sure, sure, sure. But then otherwise, he'll just bounce around in 27, you know, 15 years. My nephew did tryouts yesterday, too. Yeah? Yeah. He's, uh, I guess this will be year two of Kid Pitch. Yeah, so Grayson is now in major. So in the Little League system, he's he's playing league age 12. He doesn't turn 12 till April, but according to the Little League standards, he is a 12-year-old player. Okay. And uh, he didn't play at all in 2021. Yeah, right. I remember you mentioned that. So... We were playing the 2020 season, and then it was cut short because of the, the pandemic outbreak. What pandemic? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's still going. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That thing. That thing. Well, and there's so, now, too. Did you see? Sorry, but uh, you can get the Oma flu. I thought it was flu-rona. Oh, there's, well, there's, there's a bunch of them now, apparently. So they also just found a case of Omicron and Delta together as one. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Well, That's if funny. you're vaccinated, you really have a lot less to worry about in terms oh, yeah. of like it's, severe illness or anything like that. It's just more the uh, the ridiculousness of all these mutations now. And all it, because it just, people uh, aren't taking the precautions, aren't right. doing the right thing. Why, yeah, it, I mean, it, why would you? I've got football games to go to. Yeah, that's I don't understand. It's like... You see these posts where people are like, oh, you know, I, I lost my job because I didn't get vaccinated. You know, they had a vaccine requirement. And, right. And then you're like... But the vaccine is free, and you just lost a six-figure job yeah. because you didn't want to get a jab. Like, what's really you the... You can't take my freedoms, bro. Yeah, that just... Uh, yeah, I don't it's know. Just so it's not worth even, like, you know what I mean? Like, It's like it, you're just beating your head against a wall just because it's the dumbest thing. And then, you obviously, you're not going to try to convince somebody who's already closed-minded because they found the supporting research they needed off a YouTube channel with three viewers. Their science but, is better than yours. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but speaking of large events, really quickly before we jump into this actual thing, uh, Anaheim One was last night. It was. And I, this is probably the only the second time in a decade that I haven't been at Anaheim One or Two, and they're actually going to do in three this year. Yeah. So you still have two more chances. Yeah. I probably won't go. Really? Yeah. I just don't. I don't have. I don't feel a, motivated to go to it, if that makes sense. Yeah, but I don't. I am not as apprehensive about being outdoors. In a venue. Oh no, for sure. So, I I would probably go. I'll just look. You know, if tickets are a decent deal, yeah, then it'll be worth going. They had they did the presale, and I looked, and I was thinking about it, and just decided, meh. I mean, I don't. I like motocross, and I don't have as many people around me that enjoy it as much as I do. I I enjoy going, but I don't follow a driver. I don't support like oh Team Kawasaki yeah. or Yamaha or so whatever. So you could be a Roxon fan then. I don't care. You should be just just go Roxon. Go go to KTM. Go underdog. You no, know, go, just whatever. Go he, uh, dude, I was there actually. So two years that I went, one year he cased it on the jump and like 
destroyed his arm. He being he being Ken Roxon. Okay, awesome, right? He's really cool. He's a German guy, actually, I think. But anyways, and then another year he broke his like leg or something. Both of those, I just watched him happen. It was gnarly. And then this year he was fine because you didn't go. So he might be the bad luck. Yeah, that's why I don't go. Yeah, yeah. The last time I actually went was uh, I want to say it was January of 2020. So we went right before the pandemic and everything started cracking down. Yeah, I feel like I went to that one. Yeah. So that one was that one was good. Yeah. And I would I, I would totally go it again. Like I, I don't mind the the Monster Jam. Monster Jam's fun. And the Supercross. Like those are I mean, obviously they're they're alternating weekends because yeah. they have all the dirt in the uh, Angel Stadium. Right. And they're they're fun to go to. But Monster next time you do Monster Jam, it is worth it one time to sit down low. Because it's one thing to see the trucks high, and you can see, okay, they're jumping really high and whatever. But I, when you sit down low, and they're like twice <laughs> as high as you think they actually are, it's pretty impressive. I've been to Monster Jam, I want to say, three times. Yeah. And I've sat field level. Yeah, yeah, okay. I've sat club level. Right. And I've sat view level. Which one's view? View is the highest. Nose, yeah, 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 nosebleed. Okay. The, yeah. the best is club level. Like it's the middle. The middle. Yeah, yeah, Because you have the sense of, of you can see the whole course. Right. So you can see uh, where the drivers are at. And you can see how high they actually are. Yes. Yeah, it's and so cool. it's not quite as deafing, deafeningly loud. Oh, it's loud. It's really loud yeah. when you're closer. So being having that distance makes it not quite so punishing. And, right. you know, we have the, the foam earplugs. And in Grayson's case, he had the over-the-ear the yeah. protection. It's still loud. I mean, it doesn't but matter. But it's... Yeah. yeah, it's still super loud. So the, that club level is kind of that nice Goldilocks in between. Right. But, yeah, I mean, we went to one baseball game last season. I went to an to, Angel I game. I didn't go to any. And so that one, again, it's you know outdoors. Yeah, yeah. And I'm still debating, like, well, I like hockey. Do I want to go to a hockey game? Like, it's still. I really want to go to a hockey game because I'm, I'm just jonesing. I haven't been in a while. Yeah. Um, but. It's just again, it's a like a motivation thing. Like, meh. yeah, but when you look at like the 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 pictures of the or the footage from the game, the stands are not crowded. Uh, I haven't noticed actually. Like, I know like my friends were going to like Charger games and yeah. stuff, and you look at the stands, and there's plenty of open seats. Hmm. So you you're like, all right, well, granted you're indoors, but you're are the not. Chargers are indoors. Nah, they have a cover. Oh, where they're, do they play? They're in that new ballpark, the the SoFi Stadium. Oh, the Rams too, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so they they share that facility. That's where the Forum is. It's down by yeah, in the yeah. same area, right? Okay. Yeah, and so um, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting. So you're like, okay, well, it sucks that it's indoors, you know, at, at the uh, Honda Center, but right. then you're like, it's not a full house. It's fifty percent. Yeah, but well, and I imagine they have a requirement. Maybe I, I don't know. I actually have no idea. Yeah, yeah. It'd, it'd be a whole other thing if they had all the doors open, like outside right. the venue, just to get a breeze of fresh air through. But I don't know how that all works. It's weird. Um, like going to hockey in in California. Well, more yeah, just California. Like because even the Bay Area uh, yeah. at the Shark Tank, they have blackout curtains. Right. Right. Because at the would, top. Yeah. Because it's so <laughs> it's so bright. But and they, they were having problems air. with ice melting. Really? In in San Jose, the ice, it would get so hot that the ice would be soft. Oh, no way. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Because you put all the people in there. Yeah, that's right? true. And it's 85, 95 degrees outside. Like, yeah. And then so all that body heat and the heat from yeah. outside. It's pretty funny, though. Like, And you can hear it. Yeah. Like, you can actually hear the soft ice when the guys are it just sounds like it. wet? Yeah, kind of mushy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You, uh, ever, you ever wake up excited and then... <laughs> no. <laughs> Never. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's an odd, odd question, but like last night, my wife and I we were talking. We're like, "Oh, 
for breakfast on Sunday, for tomorrow breakfast, let's get uh, some donuts and a breakfast burrito. Yeah, I've definitely had those days. And so it was one of those mornings where you're waking up, you're like, all right, we're getting some donuts. We're, I'm getting a breakfast what burrito. What kind of donuts did you get? Uh, we just get a mix. Like, there's a little family-owned donut shop. Yeah. And this is one of those things where... It's called the Donut Hole? No, no. That would be a good name. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it's like, it's called Scott's Donuts. And it's okay. been there for years, and none of the owners are named Scott. I was going to say, who's not named Scott? Yeah, and so I don't know if they bought the donut shop, but yeah. they've been there for 20-plus years. The, those owners have been yeah, there yeah. for that long, so I don't know if they bought it. Can or they imagine just, making donuts for 20 years? They put their kids through school. Like I think yeah, they had cool. two or three kids, uh, UCLA and uh, I can't remember what other university, but I mean yeah. like... Yeah. So, I mean, they, they did... No, I'm not things. saying there's not money in donuts. I'm just saying the actual physical act of making donuts. Well, getting up at 3 a.m. to yeah. make the donuts and all. So and you're there till four. So Jeanette runs out and she goes to pick up the donuts and goes to grab me a breakfast burrito. Is this at the same location? At the same location. Okay. So yeah. they do donuts and sandwiches. Yeah, they, they have yeah. sandwiches. They have yeah. a, they have a full menu. They right. they're open till like two in the afternoon. Okay. So they'll make sandwiches, breakfast burritos, breakfast sure. items. So she goes to order a breakfast burrito for me, and the owner's like. No, I don't feel like making that today. It's, I mean, good for it's him. It's too much work. Good for him. And my wife's like, what? It's Sunday. Yeah. And the lady, she's like, no, I, I don't want to make that. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so Jeanette was like, all right, well, what do you want to make? And then uh, the owner was like, well, I'll, I'll do a, a, a croissant sandwich, a breakfast croissant sandwich. Yeah, all right. I hadn't ordered one at that place yet. Yeah. It was awesome. Okay. Well, so it was but serendipity. It was a, a simple, you know, egg, cheese, and bacon sandwich. That's all you need. But it was just kind of funny because it's not like the breakfast burrito is that much more work. It's You just roll it up. It's scrambled eggs. Yeah, yeah. It's hash browns. It's sausage in this case and cheese. That's the hash browns. That's the hard part. Wow, sorry. That's, it must be the, the hash browns. But yeah. I mean, it like the, the time on the griddles identical so it's either the the extra step of the hash it's browns the, it's the rolling or it's the rolling that takes the nah, it's too much work. I'm with him on a Sunday. I get it. Yeah, but it was just kind of funny. I've never been to a restaurant where the item was on the menu and they had all the ingredients to make it. They just didn't feel like making it. I've been to places where they can't make it or they're out of something. Yes. But to your point, I've never had somebody say, no, I don't feel like it. Yeah, because there's been times where I've ordered something like, oh, sorry, we don't have that side. Would you like to choose a different side? We're it out is of stock pretty funny, though. Yeah, it was hilarious. Yeah. It? And so Jeanette comes in and she's like, I, I didn't get you a breakfast burrito. I was like, what? Yeah. And she's like, I got you something else. I was like, why? She's like, the lady didn't feel like making you one. And I was like, oh, I said good for her. Right. Good for her. Yeah. So that was how I started my morning. My morning started All excited and then pleased, but just That's, unexpected yeah, change yeah. Of, of menu items. Because mentally, I was like, breakfast burrito. You, you were ready. And honestly, it was probably a good thing I didn't have a breakfast burrito. Why? We've we're unintentionally been on a super Mexican culinary train this past week. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with it. But for whatever reason, like last night, we had tachos, which are basically nachos on top of tater tots, which is kind of white trash. Huh? But, you know, salsa, Wait. guac, sour cream. So it's just nachos, but the tater tots instead of chips. You yes. don't put chips on it, too. Right. Got it. Okay. Right. So we had that last like night. Like a loaded uh, tot, kind of. More or less, yeah. yeah. But with, with salsa, yeah, guac, yeah, sure. sour cream, all that stuff. And then uh, early in the week, we went out to um, a local Mexican restaurant. We had uh, taquitos for dinner one night. All right. Um, I grabbed Del Taco for lunch. The other, It was just like one of those things where you just realize, like, out of 15 meals in a week... Nine of them are... Mexican. Yeah, there's nothing wrong yeah. with that. No, but it's Especially like, living here. 
Well, yeah. So like, yeah. it's kind of, and that's the great thing about Mexican food is there's like a bajillion ways to have it and you right. can do it all a different way. But Grayson kind of called us out on it. And he's like, can we do something else other than Mexican food? <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's pretty funny, like, actually. All right. I uh, I still want to go. Um, I think I sent you the link to Low Key Burritos. Yes. Yeah, dude. I still need to get my butt and That's drag. in Santa Ana, right? No. No, no. It's a, like they're mobile. So that's he right, does that's what like I mean. Long Beach, Los Angeles. I that's think the right. closest he comes is. Uh, he's been in OC before, but it's like brisket burrito. And then they make a cheese, a crunchy cheese blanket wrapped up around it. Ooh, it sounds, sounds oh, dude, it looks so good. It does sound good. And I just, uh, just haven't gotten my self to go. Like there, there are a couple of food trucks where I will follow them, but I haven't been incentivized enough to actually hunt them down and meet them up at a location. Just because, at least for where I live, I mean, being in South Orange County, you're kind of 20 minutes from the freeway, right? And so if these guys are in Tustin. It's a, you know, 40 minute drive these, these depending guys on are, where they're at. I think Loki typically ends up like there's a brewery in Long Beach they go to a bunch. Right. And I can't for the life of me remember which one it is, but it's Loki Burritos on Instagram if anybody wants to uh, see the. And, and that's the thing is like I want a burrito, but I don't know if I drive all the way to Long Beach to get one. For a burrito wrapped in a cheesy, crunchy blanket with jalapeno. Yeah, I will. I will do that. But see, if I was going, if I knew I was going to be in Long Beach for the day. Yeah. I would definitely like keep my eye out. On right, right, right. But in terms of like, oh, sweet, they're in South L.A. Let's get in the car and drive. Oh, for I won't hour. go to L.A. I'll go to Long. Like, I won't go to L.A. proper. Did I'll you, go to Long Beach. Did you ever go after the uh, the Kogi truck, the Korean Mexican? Yeah, I've had that before. I've had that too. Yeah, but I've and I I followed them for a while. But it was one of those things where it was just happenstance where they just happened yeah. to be in an event that I was already at. Yeah, I didn't go hunt them down. Right, right. And so that's one of those things where it's 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 more happenstance than actually stalking them and tracking their whereabouts to. Right. Get, get me a burrito. Yeah, I mean, in this case, I think it's a one where if they're at a brewery that I want to get a beer at anyways. There you go. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that that I can do. But they, I guess they sell out pretty quick. When we were out in Arizona last year for spring break, uh, Jeanette had found a, kind of a similar thing. It was, it, was a, it was a mobile Mexican food truck without a truck. Like, literally, they, they set up like an easy up and they cook. Oh, yeah, this is kind of how he's got a griddle. And yeah. A, yeah, it's not actually a truck. Right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. same thing. They were at a brewery. And they had phenomenal food, and and uh, so we went and, and had that. And that yeah. just, I think it was one of the things where Jeanette's well, when she knows we're going somewhere like a, a city like Scottsdale or Tucson yeah. or whatever, she'll find she, all the stuff. So she'll search the hashtag on Instagram, and then she finds food, and right. she's like, "Oh, what is this?" Finds the uh, the the poster on Instagram, and it kind of stalks them and figures out, okay, this is a mobile food thing. We want to follow them. That's cool. And so we've done that on vacation, but oddly enough, we haven't really done that like at home. Have you ever gone to the place in Phoenix that is Mexican Chinese? Um, I can't remember. No, what it's but called. I went to a place in Vegas called Comex that was Korean Mexican. Okay, this is Mexican Chinese, so you can get a There's, like a. a What's that sour chicken thing? What's that thing called? The sweet and sour chicken? Yeah. Well, no, maybe. Where it's like breaded and fried and they have like sauce on it. Anyways, Anyways. you can get that in a burrito. You can get like, you can combine different The cuisines. Things. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. Well, it's like, gross actually. The the, the, the Kogi truck the yeah. and the Comex restaurant is kind of the same vibe and it, it works o- well Orange together. chicken. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Interesting. But it's just like it, it you would think like, oh yeah, I mean they're two different cuisines that are but they're both good. Just in this case, I don't think the quality was very good. So I had a burrito there and it was nasty. Oh. It was that's like, kind of a shame. Yeah, it was like uh God, what is that chicken? Damn it. Anyways, it was way too sweet and gross. <laughs> 
That's that's all I got. That chicken, way too sweet and gross. Mm -hmm. Well, to 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 move on to maybe something that's slightly more enlightening. Um, I was reading uh, Jalopnik, which is like an automotive uh, website, and there's a couple of of bloggers or authors, or however they want to call themselves, on the site that I like I reading. Say they're they're article writers. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're journalists. Yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah sure. There is a, a writer by the name of Jason Torchinsky, and he's got kind of a, a twisted sense of humor. He's kind of quirky. He's into vintage computer. Yeah, Orange Chicken. That is definitely what I'm thinking of. All right. Yeah, so he, he's into vintage computers. So he's got like old Atari consoles and, and Commodore 64. So like vintage computers with the green screen, yeah. or the black and green kind of monitor. Yeah, old school CRT. Yeah, and he's got uh, he's got a Nissan PAL, which is a Japanese K car that he that he has, and he's got a old Beetle. So he's got some kind of quirky offbeat cars, and he's got a unique writing style that makes his articles amusing to read. And he had an article earlier this week, which I ended up sharing with you, Nick and, and Jacob. Yeah, I saw that. That's pretty All funny. about Lego's first butthole. <laughs> Which they, is like, what? It, it's an it's a attention grabbing headline. It is, and it's actually an awesome set. It's a uh, Lego creator set. It's which is a three like the three in one, yeah, three in one yep. sets, and it's a majestic tiger. But and the tiger has it has a butthole. It has a butthole, and it's using the little single stud pink flower. Yeah, the petal thing. The petal thing. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and that's the tiger's butthole. But I guess the question is. Why, why did the Lego Yeah, why, why were they like, you know what? This has to be this authentic. Well, when you have a cat and the tail moves and you can lift the tail up, I guess it... I mean, it seems... could have just been blank. Well, if you think about it, I mean, the, the, the tiger doesn't have any genitalia, so it is kind of interesting that it's got a butthole. Right. But there's... But weren't, it, the, like, the, weren't the Sanrio toys or something like that? Those all had little buttholes on them, too. Did they? Yeah, I think so. I don't like I, their plush toys. I seem to remember oh, they had like a little brown like star maybe. sewed into the back of them. Maybe, but now this makes me wonder if they're going to have a whole line of like you know animals with buttholes. <laughs> I mean, it's you've it's got, like a new. It's just an actual like the the anatomically correct well, rectum and the, line. And the funny thing is, is, I read the article and I'm I'm laughing you know as I'm reading this and I'm like, and, it, and it's a decent Lego build. Like yeah, the tiger yeah, looks, looks cool, well detailed yeah, right. and stuff like that. But for whatever reason, like the the focus on the butthole on this tiger made me think of the movie Cats, because that oh, CGI. I never saw. It. Did you I, see it? Hell no. Okay, I'm just checking. But the big thing about that was all the CGI cats also had buttholes in CGI, and they were like super detailed cat buttholes. Like, could you imagine that's your job? You're the animator, and you're and animating like, hey, anus texture yeah. and, and color. I yeah. just need you to animate all the ani. Yeah, anuses. And ain't I think I? they got edited out or added in there there was something about the buttholes being there and then not being there i can't remember what it was because again i didn't see I the didn't movie see it either it looked horrible yeah i have no desire to see it but anyways <laughs> lego cat buttholes made me think of cgi the movie cats buttholes okay and I mean, yeah i can see it it's a lot of butthole and so to wrap things up chino bandito is the name of the restaurant i was thinking of in phoenix oh there's one in vegas uh there might be yeah yeah in a casino i think it's in the cosmopolitan i've had it oh okay yeah, yeah it's uh their mascot's funny it's like a panda with a fake mustache and he's got a sombrero yeah. and a, yeah i mean the food sucks well just that one item you ordered sucked you could have been on an off day i sure are you I, saying I this place is 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 the the um 
What's your favorite Oregonian taco place? Oh, taco time? It is, is it, the is taco it, time of Mexican Chinese fusion. Uh, yes, yeah, that's yeah, we'll what go I was going that. after. Okay. Yeah, I don't I don't really care for it, but that's okay. <laughs> um, you know, I yeah, I don't know. But the the butthole, it's just freaking hilarious. Yeah, I kind of want the set just to I, have I, a butthole cuz I would probably pose it on my shelf so that so you were staring out. right at it. I would like to have been in on the conversations where they were designing that thing and somebody said, "No, no, no, no." It's not done yet. Yeah, or no, that's the color is just. We need a different shade. Why a pink one? Why yeah. didn't they go with like a magenta, like a brown, brighter, or like the like the monkey butt, like the bright pink, mm. like fluorescent color? Because it is. Yeah, I don't know, but I mean, just the fact that that much thought went into and and well, I mean, obviously it worked. We're all talking. About but it. the best part is, is like all the Legos, all the individual bricks have names, right? Like you know, a two block. There's a name for it. Yeah, yeah. And so the flower, the the little flower part, has a name. So you wonder if they're going to slash butthole because it's how it's being used. I, I don't think so. I would hope so. That I don't think they're going to do that. <laughs> I mean, I just, I don't, I don't see it. Although, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Who knows? That is. Uh, so this, this episode is our, our first one of, of 2022. It is. Which means that we, we skipped have. skipped a week. We did skip a week. Yep. We got a little lazy. We got a little yep. busy. Yep. We. Passed through the holidays. We had Christmas. We had New Year's. We had we Kwanzaa. Did. We had all that stuff. So how did you do with your, your Christmas booty? Did you score any good gifts, prizes, toys, surprises? I got alcohol. I, I got two bur- Well, I got a, a Japanese whiskey. Okay. Gone. And I got a pretty nice bourbon gone. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're both did gone. you share? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Why not? I got... And this was from my, my father-in-law who... Was probably well intended, but he got you a butthole. No, I, I that a plush butthole. I might have been able to put it to use. No, he got he ordered it on Amazon. Yeah, he thought he was buying me a Amazon e gift card. Okay, so an electronic gift card yeah, to yeah. Amazon. What did he get you for a hundred dollars? He bought me a one hundred dollar Panera e gift card. We uh. don't eat. Panera. He it's, also it's basically airline food. He also bought my wife a hundred dollar Panera e gift card. So we have two hundred dollars. So sell them to somebody or trade them or something. What can you do? There's got to be a. I think there's a website with its gift card exchange. So thing. I yeah, there are. And I, you get like maybe sixty cents to the dollar or something in value. So it's something. Yeah, yeah. So we've tried to figure out what we're gonna do with them. Jeanette is going to buy her. Team. Her, her team okay. food. Yeah, that's cool. And as a manager, she has an expense account, so she can just expense the cost and get her money back for the Amazon, oh, yeah, for sure. the for the uh, uh, Panera purchase. I ended up just emailing the school PTA, the PTA president, saying, "Hey, um, I got a hundred dollar Panera gift card. I have no use for. Yeah. Would you guys be able to put it to use in buying the teachers oh, pastries, yeah, coffee, and whatever?" Sure. And they're like, "Oh yeah, that'd be awesome." So I just forward in the email there you go and i don't know if i'm gonna if i could even claim it as a donation but they've got a hundred dollar panera gift card now that's their problem to I'm spend legit, like i'm trying to think of i've been to panera more than once i have been to panera a couple times back when i worked up in long beach because there was a panera nearby yeah. and my co-workers like to go i since i have no longer worked in long beach for the past eight years i have not been to a panera and I would su- assume that I haven't spent more than maybe $20 at a Panera yeah. in those last eight years. So if I was to use this gift card, like there's one maybe 
That's a lot half of coffee. Half a mile from my house? Hey, yeah. You have to go get coffee all the time. But I don't drink coffee. Well, you could get a And, like, their sandwiches soda. just seem, like, super expensive for what well, they like, are. It's like airline food. It kind of is. Yeah, it's like, it's expensive airline food. And I have described it that way before. Maybe not on this show, but I have said that to somebody. Yeah, so I basically re-gifted slash donated the, the $100 gift card to my son's PTA organization. Not a bad thing. No, I, I think... Yeah. Unless the teacher's like, fuck, Panera. Yeah, like, oh, God damn it, not again. <laughs> or, you know what? They'll go buy 100 bucks worth of coffee, so they'll... Yeah, at least... The, five if, bucks if worth, they just five people worth of coffee. Yeah, at least if they just get, like, the, the, the bulk package of, of coffee yeah. in the little boxed containers or whatever, they'll get put to use. Yeah, no, nothing nothing really. I uh, I got a new hat, which I'm yeah, wearing. Yeah, I see that. It's a bacon hot dog. It's the, um, the Iron Pigs. Oh, the, uh, one of the minor league... It's yep. a minor league baseball team, yep. but the... I want to say the team manager is a fan of Dachshunds mm-hmm. and the Iron Pigs jerseys and logos have always had like a bacon strip on it. So it's a bacon wrapped hot dog. Right. That's but a Dachshund. Yes. Yeah. It's a bacon wrapped Dachshund. And it's very silver. Yes. And shiny. And then I got a new G-Shock. Oh, look at that. And I'm wearing it now. And so it's it's silver, black, copper with a little bit of gold. So another watch. I got a dog. You did get a dog. Uh, and well, you got the not dog. Not Christmas, but I got the dog before our last... Yeah, yeah, we you had the dog on your lap yeah, last yep. time. Yeah, yeah. The dog has doubled in size since the last episode. <laughs> yeah, he he almost has actually, which is pretty funny. Yeah, because he, he's mostly fluff, but yeah. So he fell in the pool. I don't know if you saw the picture, but he fell in the pool at uh, my sister's house, and we found out he's actually very small. <laughs> oh yeah, because you got to see him. Straight, yeah, he was totally wet. wet, but it was crazy. So he fell in, swam fine, was headed towards the the exit when he got pulled out. His head didn't go under. He kept his head dry, like he was just boop boop boop. Right that's, along. That's just amazing. He was more this, embarrassed. Well, yeah. He needs to see how tiny he is. And well, I think he was just embarrassed that like, he fell in. and it's shrinkage. Cold water. Yeah, right. It was really funny, though. And then he dried off. And he's fine. Yeah. It's just yeah. What I, I'm amazed by is just the, the innate ability of an animal to be in a situation that they've never been in before and know exactly what to do. Right. You know, it's just the fact that they could ride himself, keep his head up, and just paddle his way out. Yeah. It's pretty badass. I mean, he's what? At that point, he was 11 weeks? Ele- yeah, he's almost 12 weeks old. So, he's yeah. 11 weeks now. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's pretty gnarly. Yeah, it was it was it was cool though. It was pretty funny, and he loves going and hanging out with my sister's dog. Did he get presents from the other family? Nah, you just got him all the presents. Maybe my friends have bought him stuff. Yeah, because I've you've been yeah. sharing. The dog has its own Instagram. Feed. It does. If you want, it's Ripley the potato, because he kind of looks like a potato. Is he gonna still be a potato when he gets full grown? Yeah, it's close enough. He'll just be like a different potato. <laughs> A more different, <laughs> a different potato. Yeah. Last night we were at my mom's uh, for dinner, and I obviously took him with me. And he was like laying, but the way he laid on the floor, he looked like a, he was deflated. Oh, <laughs> like he was so flat, but also so wide. Like it was bizarre. Did was he really sploot with his legs straight out, forward and back? Uh, f- one f- back, two forward. Okay, yeah, yeah that... he kind of tucks one up. It's interesting. Funny. Yeah, but he's you know mostly a good dog. He yeah, me, but that's okay. And Ryan, Ryan is kind of like the uh, the the toddler parent. Because I was like, oh, I'm going to head over. I'll be there about 2 o'clock to, oh, to yeah. record this episode. And he's like, well, Ripley's going down for a nap. So I'm going to go ahead and nap with him while he's napping. Yeah. And I was like, all right, well, then I'll Well, leave. I mean, he basically is a toddler, right? If you yeah. do the math, he's like just over a year old, I guess, if you if you subscribe to the seven By, years yeah, seven or whatever. Times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and so I was like, all right, well, I'll leave in 10 or 15 minutes, and then <laughs> I'll head over. So that way you'll get like a half hour nap. It was perfect. Like, I got up right before you got here, and we, yeah, worked out. we were just hanging out outside. He likes to go sit over there. Dude, they um, So they're doing, they're re-roofing the house across the street. Oh, really? Yeah, it's kind of weird. So 
Thursday or Friday, whatever that really foggy day was. Was that yeah. Friday? I think so. I think yeah. So yeah. So they were out doing like six forty-five over there, tearing the roof off of the place. Uh, isn't that supposed to start like at seven? I don't like know. seven a.m. is when they start something like that. But it, whatever. I yeah. mean, I was up. But they start tearing the roof off. Seven, like let's say seven to eleven, they're done. They've oh wow! Got, they've got the whole roof off and they're gone. And I'm like, okay. So I figured they would show up to put a new roof on, right? Nope. Nope. Nothing till yesterday. Yeah. So yesterday they showed up and spent enough time to lay tar paper at the very the very top, leave materials and leave. So I guess tomorrow they put the roof Weird. on, but why wouldn't they just do it yesterday? And working on a weekend, I mean, if you're already going to work on a Saturday, why don't you just keep just going? Just do it. Yeah. yeah. I wonder how, I mean, it's not a very big house. It must just take them a day to do the roof, so I guess. my neighbor had is going to have his roof worked on. So about three or four years ago, he had solar panels put on. Uh-huh. And as part of the, the deal with the solar companies, they basically, before you get solar installed... The solar company will do. They put a, all the hardware, right? They do a yeah. roofing inspection. Right. They make sure that your roof is is up to snuff to support the load and do everything, and make sure that it's not going to leak. Right, right. And then they they put the the solar panels on. Yeah. And then they guarantee the roof to not leak and do anything or have any problems uh, for ten years, fifteen years, whatever the period of time is. Yeah. Well, he's got a leak. Oopsies. And they came out and they're like, well. If we find that the leak is not related to the solar, it's going to cost you six grand just in the labor to remove the solar panels and then whatever the cost of the repair is. Right. So he's like, fine. So he has a roofer come out and fix uh, one of the areas. It, it was basically where the roof meets the chimney. Okay. The roof slopes down, sure. hits the chimney. So it's kind of like a just dead stop. Yeah, it needs flashing or something. Right. Yeah, and yeah. so he had the roofer uh, fix the roof in that area all the way up to where the solar panels were. So right. From the chimney to maybe three feet up the roof. Fixed it all. And then we hadn't had any rain in a while. And until yeah. just recently, right. we've had some crazy rain. It was awesome. And we've had crazy rain. There's been tornadoes in other states. That's There's less been awesome. Crazy snow. Yeah. Uh, blizzards. But anyways, so the roof is leaking. And so he knows it's not that spot so it by is the, the chimney. Solar part. It is the solar part. Yeah, yeah. And so the co- solar company comes out and they're like, oh, we see you fixed everything else so it must be us. right right and so they're on the hook they came by pulled all the solar panels off and now i think this week they're coming back Do to the then roof. tear the roof apart and to find the source of the leak dude that sucks six grand is what i was just my mind was just roofs are blown. expensive well just the labor of pulling yeah, off taking it off but six like, grand roof to re-roof a house is oh like, yeah yeah it's crazy expensive. yeah roofing is expensive but i i was just amazed that okay the, the solar system probably cost 15 grand originally yeah you know parts like and 15, labor 20, something like that. Yeah, yeah 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 so the fact that it's just six grand in labor is that to, to put it back on to or just to take it off i don't why well, i always assume it's probably the R&R. removal and re, yeah the r&r yeah, the right. removal and reinstallation but right. the fact that it's six grand it's just that was mind-blowing yeah, I don't have solar. I don't use enough electricity to really justify the cost. My um, my sister, got, they got solar fairly recently. Uh, pretty cool. I guess it's going to be a problem pretty soon because in Southern California, at least with Southern California Edison as the utility, they're changing how they're doing their their rates. They're doing a tiered rate program depending right. on what time of day. Right. So and they the just cheap, re-tiered it. Right. Yeah. And the cheapest energy is basically morning till about 4 or 5 o'clock. Like it's 4 o'clock, yeah. 4 o'clock. And then it gets... The most expensive between four o'clock and like nine o'clock. At yeah, night. it's something when everybody's when everybody's using stuff. it, right? And so if you have solar, you're great during the the daytime hours. It's once the sun sets 
that you need the power and that's the rate has gone up. Yeah. So really the way to make it work is to get a battery. Right. Which most people don't have. And they're crazy expensive. Yes. Yeah. And then the other challenge is, is the, um, the connection rate. So if you have solar and you're not really using any power cause you're putting your power back into the grid. Right. Uh, Edison charges like 20 something bucks just to be connected to the grid. Right. A month. A month. Yeah. Just even though you're using all your own solar power. Right. It's 20 the, bucks. Yep. That rate is now going to double to like 50 something bucks. What? So you have 50 bucks. Oh, it's probably because so many people went to solar. They're not making the money yep. that they used to make and they're yep. greedy bastards. Uh huh. They've uh-huh. got a little uh, switching station or something right down the street. If yeah. You need to protest. You just put solar all over it. <laughs> There's no, it's weird. There's nobody there. The building's rad though. Have oh, you it's, gone it's, by it? Yeah, it's, it's super, super cool. old. It's vintage. Oh, speaking of. It's like turn of the century, 1900s. It is. Uh, speaking of like rad buildings, the Sunkist building uh, just off the Orange Circle is rad too. And I, I don't know. It's in. like a fruit exchange. You can't go inside, but I have looked it up in pictures of the inside. It's so rad. It's like an art deco. Like it was a fruit exchange. It's right by the train station or right by no, the no, railroad no. tracks. Not the train station, but it's, it's right by the tracks. Wasn't uh, it like an actual no, 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 no. Not, not over there. I'm talking about uh, at uh, Dolph Glacell, Um and it's uh, over where Gabby's is. Okay. It's right next to Gabby's and it's like an old, I guess they literally would go in and bring their fruit and exchange it. Oh, interesting. Or something. I, I don't, anyway, it's Sunkissed, but so that all that to say that they reopened Glacell again. Oh, yeah, because yeah, it's so all blocked go, off. Yeah, so you can go through now. Honestly, dude, it's such a bummer. I liked that you could go down there and walk and, like... It was kind of nice from a pedestrian standpoint. Dine in the street. And I was kind of surprised they didn't just keep it up. Well, the way I understand it is a lot of the restaurant owners didn't want it kept that way because they're basically having trouble staffing and keeping up with just the capacity of the restaurant, let alone increased capacity of inside and outside. Oh, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, and there's no parking. Like, parking's a problem. Yeah, but they've opened up that parking structure right down the street, and then... There is that one. It's still not enough. Um, so what they're talking about is where the fire station is now. They're building a new fire station. Down on, the road. Yeah, down the road. So they may end up, because the city owns that whole block, apparently, they may pull that down and put a parking structure up, but Orange doesn't have any money, yeah, from par- what I understand. Parking structures are also, like, crazy expensive. It's, like, 50 grand per spot. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Like... Because I remember when I was in high school, our problem was the the student parking lot was pretty small. Right. And they they contemplated doing a parking structure. So it had just been two levels. Right. The the regular lot and then a second level above it. Right. And the quotes they were getting was literally like something like fifty to sixty thousand dollars per parking spot. Yeah, it's insane. So if you need like a hundred spots, you're like five million dollars. Right. Shit. The uh Yeah, it's absolutely incredible. Um, but it, you know what's weird, actually? That parking structure that's over there, and no, nobody listening to this, if you don't know what we're talking about. It's I'm over sorry. by the it's train just, depot in Old Town Orange. Yeah, it's over there. So that parking structure, that used to be, that whole lot was open, and every Wednesday, that's Omega Burger. Yeah. They'd have the cruise, the classic car cruise there. But at any rate, it's weird. The hours of that parking structure, I think it closes at like... They have hours? Yeah, it closes at like... Why? One or something like that. So if you're out at Isn't the bars... is it free parking? Yeah, I don't know. They close so, it. I have no idea why. Is it just because they don't want vagrants? Maybe. That or, seems like a But it's bizarre because they're not. it's not even open until 2 or 3. So it's like if you're at the bar and you forget, your car's stuck. I had that happen to me in Germany. I had that happen. But it was because in, I couldn't read the parking structure sign. Oh, I had that happen in um, uh, Portland. So in Germany, we were. this was for my 40th birthday. This was yeah. when we went out and did the mm-hmm. whole European vacation. We had... We had uh, we had gotten into the Airbnb in a little apartment, and there was a parking structure about a block away. 
And so I drove over there, parked it. And then so that was, we were there, I think, just in the Airbnb for one night. Yeah. And so the next day, it's a Sunday. We're getting ready to depart. I walk over to the parking structure to grab the car. And it's locked. And it's, yeah, the, the there's roll-up doors that, yeah. are, that are down and padlocked. And I'm like, shit. And so thanks to Google Translate, I was able to take a picture of the parking lot sign only to find out that they were closed on Sundays. Yeah. And they had a phone number you could call for help. I don't speak German. But they speak English probably. Maybe. Did but you it, call? I called and yeah. it was an automated um, oh, voice. Yeah, yeah. You know, so you yep. press one, press right. two. And I don't know what that was going on. So luckily the Airbnb host spoke English. Uh-huh. Right? And I messaged them. I said, hey, um, got the car stuck in a parking structure. There's this phone number. Can you call oh. and find out? And see, and she, so she called, and she let them know. Yeah. And they're like, and she messaged me actually. They're gonna come open it up, but it's a fifty dollar or fifty euro fee. Oh, rough. Right, but if I was parked there for like three days, that's the awesome way to yeah, do that's it. Cheap, you get yeah. free parking compared right. to what it was. Well, um, it, yeah. So how do you do funny. it in Oregon? You could read English. Yes, I can read English. Thank you. Uh, I just wasn't paying attention but we luckily got there as the dude was locking the place the place oh, up. so before it was yeah too and late. i was like please 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 and he's like yeah yeah that's fine like no big deal wait uh, which is fine but actually funny i had my car towed in uh this was in switzerland uh-huh because i didn't read the sign well enough and in my case i guess the sign itself wasn't all that big it yeah. was maybe two feet by three feet like it was a relatively small sign mounted to the left of the entrance like right. the, the the roll the garage door sure off to the left and over by the sidewalk so it wasn't like it was hanging up overhead yeah, it wasn't obvious it wasn't right next to the parking meter yeah. where you pulled the ticket so it wasn't obvious well this was there was a it, it was basically a side street and there were like let's say 10 parking spots and then a pay uh machine yeah and i looked at everything i read it okay i have to be here by 7 a.m to pay the the deal for the next day's parking blah 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 no big deal so I go out the next morning to go pay for parking for a couple hours because we're not ready to leave. And the car's gone. Like, they towed it. Gone. Well, I thought it was stolen. And then I was like, that's weird. In Switzerland? Yeah, I don't know if car theft yeah. is a thing. Well, but- especially not a three series BMW when everybody w- around us was driving like a freaking Aston Martin. Yeah. Uh, so anyway. So- you had the equivalent of like a, a Kia. Yeah, it was. Nobody wanted it. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so I ended up um, taking the I had the key obviously still so I asked the front desk to call the police yeah and they called and they go oh, yeah they have your car it's impounded I said why they said uh, the sign says park no parking on Wednesdays I go, what sign yeah. so I went back and looked there was like an a4 size <laughs> piece of paper yeah pa- piece of paper taped halfway down the block that said parking verboten uh, mid fucking oh or mid fucking mid midweek whatever yeah. anyway so if I had seen the sign I would have known Right, but like, on a piece I know of paper, enough to German to, to know that, but it's all the way down. I was pissed, so we go. We how walked. Much, how much was it to get it out? Almost four hundred bucks. Shit, that for, sucks. yeah, for a few hours. So we walked all the way to the where the police station was. Took our time, got yeah. there, um, and the the cops, the guy basically, I argued with me, and I just said, "Hey, look, it's not it's not right that that's such a small sign." And he basically said, like, blamed me for being ignorant of their laws, and I'm like, "No, no, no, no." Not at all, sir. Like, I get it. I yeah. understand. But that's just, it seems like a little bit of a trap. And he was pissed. He basically told my friends, like, he get him out of here. He's going to jail. And I was like, okay, whatever. So, anyways, we end up getting the nice car. Nice to know that cops internationally are just dicks. Yeah. So, we end up getting the car back. And the the impound was basically the top level of a shopping <laughs> parking area. structure. Yeah, of a parking structure. <laughs> but it was, like, for a shopping center. And they give you a card to get out, like a pass to get out because it's yeah. a lock thing. And the guy the guy was really nice, actually, at the impound. He's like, listen, if you guys are hanging out for the day, like, 
this pass doesn't have to be used within a certain amount of time. Just go park in the regular structure. Like just park a level <laughs> down and you have free parking. Nice. I was like, no, I have $400 parking. Yeah. Yeah. But anyways, it was, I was so mad. So that's why Switzerland sucks. Interesting. Oh, Zurich. Yeah. That, that does seem kind of shitty. It was super shitty. And it was like, and I, like, I, it's, I, I totally admit, like, if I'd seen it, I would have understood and yeah. I wouldn't have parked there. Yeah. Well, because right? I'm assuming that sign was probably accompanied by something that stood out, like a red traffic cone or an orange cone no. or something. No, it was a sign taped like, to a wall. Yeah. That's, a temporary sign because they were doing some construction or something. So it wasn't even like a permanent sign. Yeah. That's, that is pretty shitty. Yeah. I will say that when I went back into the parking structure in Germany to get my car, because I was on the third or fourth level, no. there, there were probably a good 15, 20 other cars still there. in there. Probably just yeah. leave them over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I saw, actually, I saw uh, over here somewhere. I was walking around and there's a sign in a business parking lot. Yeah. That is for a parking spot and says Airbnb parking only. What? Yeah. So there must be an Airbnb around here where they've contracted a parking spot but, with a business. But how do you just say Airbnb without anything more specific? It does say something else. It says something like, an like address the, or something. Not or? an address. It says like, the bungalow or something like that. Okay, so somehow you would know. Yeah, but interesting. Huh? So I was thinking about there, there's a in the traffic circle in the old town orange traffic circle. There's a bunch That's of restaurants. Yes, and there are also a bunch of antique uh, shops. So I've got a less couple, antique shops now than last year. Correct. Yeah, because yeah, I don't. I can't imagine there's a. It's a huge profit margin on those things, or just demand. No, it's fitness. the. Um, it's a lot of the antique shops are being converted to restaurants. And so they're, Interesting. yeah, I, I don't know, like the really, really big one that's right by snooze. Yeah. Half of that is gone and it's going to be some kind of pub or something. Oh, interesting. So it's a restaurant with a brewery, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever. Yeah. TGI Fridays. <sighs> and <laughs> Luckily not. So I've got some, or we have some, some vintage accessories, some mid-century modern stuff. So I've got an old typewriter uh, desk. Yeah. I've got a old uh, AMF pedal car and I've got oh, those are cool. I've got some old uh, industrial vintage gauges and a What kind of gauges? They're pressure gauges. Oh, okay. But like they're from, from like the 50s, 60s. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But they're wall mounted and they have the fittings and everything and they're they're all cool iron. Cool. And then I've got a uh, ice block clamp. Yeah, yeah. And those I, are weird looking. Yeah. And and I've got a dark room timer and all this stuff is from the 50s and 60s. So it's all sure. vintage stuff. But it's all taking up space in my garage, right. and I'm trying to get my garage organized. Right. And one of the shops that we used to buy stuff from, or we have bought stuff in the past, is in the traffic circle. So I, I look them up on Instagram, and it's the owner's profile, and, and the shop name is the name oh, of his account. Weird. That's weird. And he's got a bunch of yay Trump, uh, don't mask, masking is a scam. Uh, I'll bet you if you go in there, he's wearing a mask. No, probably not. Newsome no? is evil kind of stuff. And I'm like... But isn't that like an ordinance? You have to wear one? Not in his shop. Oh, okay. Well. But it's one of those things where he's just like, ah, uh, do you do business with somebody that's just kind of you don't agree with? I guess the 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 broader question is, do you, uh, if you're morally opposed to someone's ideals, do you still do business with them? And I think you should say no. Yeah, but it's it's There's just plenty of other places down here. Yeah, that's, I mean that's, it is Antiqueville. Yeah, it is kind of a little hotspot for yeah. old shit. But yeah. it's it's just it's a oh, and it's called the Plaza, by the way. It's not the traffic circle or Old Town. 
as the snotty people on the internet have uh, explained, it is the plaza. Oh. It's like the people that live like in Santa Ana, but right down by South Coast Plaza, so they call themselves South Coast Metro. Oh, duh. Because they don't want the, the Santa Ana, which is the elitist bullshit where they don't like the connotation of the name or the city name, so they want to sound fancier than they actually are. But Anaheim Hills? Yeah. Yeah. My, my mom lives in unincorporated yeah. right, area, and so they have a Santa Ana address. Yep. Years ago, they sent him a letter that said, you you can now address your mail to Tustin Heights. Heights. And I just laughed. I was like, no. Yeah. Yeah, come on. Get out. Well, like, growing up, I, I lived in the city of El Toro. And right. when it became, it wasn't a city then. It, it, is, it, is it actually a city now? It is now, but oh, it's okay. a city of Lake Forest. Yeah, yeah. Because they thought that being named after the bull wasn't becoming, apparently. And yeah. so they wanted something a little bit more premium sounding. But Lake Forest has neither lakes nor forests. They have man-made versions of both. Well, yeah. They have a eucalyptus forest. Yes, they yes. have a eucalyptus forest. Which isn't really a forest. It's a bunch of trees that they planted. Yes. Right. And then the lakes are man-made lakes with houses around them and like right. a, a geyser fountain in the middle of one of them. Right. So, yeah, they went from El Toro to Lake I actually didn't, I didn't know. I just assumed it was always Lake Forest. Nope. Nope. Huh. El Toro got... was the base. Yes. El Toro Marine Corps Air Station. Right. And so I think that's why the area was called that. And then when the base went away and... For whatever reason, they decided oh. to change the name. Yeah, weird. I didn't know that. So, yeah. So now I'm trying to figure out, okay, what antique shop do I want to hit up? Because the the reason why I reached, I was thinking about reaching out to this guy was the fact that they buy and sell shit. Right, right. right? Well, they all do. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, I just figured this is a random dude hitting you up saying, hey, I've got this stuff. Do you want it kind of thing? Right. So I figured if your website or your social media clearly says that you buy stuff, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll reach out to you. And so, but it, it's, it's a weird thing in thinking that, you know, trying to avoid those that disagree with you or that you don't agree with, with their viewpoints. Like, yeah. is that, how far do you go? And does that do anything? Um, you know, it's, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm going to vote with my dollars, but it's like, I'm not spending any money. I'm making him give me money. So then it's like, yeah, I mean, yeah, but then he's going to turn around and sell it for more. So you are giving him money in a way, but he's got to work for it. I, I, you know, it's, know? it's just a weird, it's a weird thing. And it's, yeah. and it's, it's like, I, I, I don't have a problem with people having different political beliefs. No, sure. But I guess when they're all in your face about it and you're like, dude, I don't give a shit. I just well, want to, especially when it's like, if, if, if it's his personal page and he has a, bi- a business page and they don't meld. Right. But when it's, you it's put that stuff together, yes. that's weird. Yeah. It makes it weird. It, it, it kind of does. Yeah. Like, uh, uh-uh. and it's not like this, and in the, and the funny thing is, is how, how certain people will adopt the "oh you're woke" and try to use it as an insult against you, or you know the cancel culture thing. Yeah. And it's like, no, it's 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 not an insult. It's just like, okay, I don't know if I want to deal with you, right? And so it, it was. It's I don't think this thought would have occurred five years ago. You know, pre, pre-Trump, I don't think it would have occurred. Nope. Um, the well, because also nobody was this annoying. Yeah, right. Like everybody's gotten so much more annoying, dude. There is a Trump twenty twenty four flag flying like two blocks away. Why? Yeah, and so that's that's where it it, it just it it was an odd thought to have, and it's like, do I patronize this place? So there are a couple other ones down there that aren't. The, so a lot of those thrift stores are like the weird. Um, they're it's like, like sub, like they're subletted little, yes. yeah, yeah. However, I don't know how it works, but, um, people have individual stalls that they inside. rent inside. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And uh, that's why I didn't want to deal with those 
because you hit up like one of 20 vendors inside, whereas this one shop, it's just this crazy dude yes. that owns it. So there's actually a couple that are just single owners. Okay. Yeah, so those are, are the ones that I would want to hit up. Yeah, exactly. Just to figure out if they on, want this on stuff. On that side of Glacelle. Yeah. And nobody can see this, but I'm pointing. <laughs> yes, and he's pointing to that side of Glacelle. Exactly. But the interesting thing is, like, I've had some of these items up on Craigslist and no interest. You got to put them on Bring an Antique. Maybe. I just made that up. Well, you know, knowing how well the website Bring a Trailer is doing. That's kind of what I was going with. Maybe it's Bring a Basket, Bring a Truck, because you need it. So, yeah, Bring, bring a, a Trailer, The when it started off, it was a automotive website with auctions that you could buy. Well, it started off just showing you stuff. It was showing stuff that was available like on eBay. Yep. Like it would, it was basically aggregating eBay, cool cars. Craigslist, yeah. different stuff around the country. Correct. Then they launched their own auction uh, house, I guess you would say. And even in both of those instances, it was, you could get decent values. And the yeah. stuff was, it, you would need a trailer. Right. You would need a lot bring, of it was project garbage. Right. It yeah. wasn't running. It right. wasn't in perfect condition. And now it's kind of evolved into if you've got a supercar or something rare or really cool, you can sell it for bajillions of dollars. Yeah. You put it on Bring a Trailer and people overpay for it. Yes. And it ruins everything for everybody. And just last week, they had a Porsche 918. So this was Porsche's supercar hybrid. Yep. And it went for $1.9 million. That's crazy. And it's the highest all-time auction win for Bring, Bring a trailer. trailer. I wonder what their auction fees are. 2% or something like that. It's, it's a decent... They're making money. They're making money yeah. on it. And, and even the listing fee, like just to list it for auction, they make a cut from the right. seller. But when the auction the closes, the probably. buyer pays right. the yeah the 2%. Yeah. And the previous high was a 300 SL Mercedes-Benz Gullwing. That's a cool car. Which is a rare, cool car yeah. that's already expensive to begin with. Right. But the thing that surprised me the most is amidst this pandemic, for whatever reason, it's either dudes at home or people at home with, with disposable incomes. Crypto bro. Probably that. Yeah. And they're buying cars. And so in 2021, Bring a Trailer sold almost 830 million dollars worth of vehicles <laughs> insanity and that's a hundred and nine percent growth over the previous year which is even more in insane. which case in 2020 they only sold 398 million dollars worth of cars dude how that's what's what's mind-blowing and then the other thing is is now with the popularity of bring a trailer there's other sites that are trying to do the same thing radwood there's yeah rad for sale Yep, Doug. Uh, cars cars and, bids. and bids. And cars and bids, I think, is kind of more what, normal cars. It's closer to what Bring a Trailer started out as. Yeah, but cars and bids is focusing more on cars from like the the '90s and 2000s. So it's not the the modern stuff. It's not the super vintage stuff. Right. But it's the stuff that people of our age are attracted to. So it's like the the Supras. It's the Integras. And then it's maybe like a super clean Buick Roadmaster with the Impala SS drivetrain, like some resto mod, but modern 90s and, and 2000s stuff. But also stuff selling for too much money. Across the for board, the yes. But I mean, yeah. that's, that's the same thing that's going on with housing. That's the right. same thing that's going on with food. Well, even video game systems. You still can't find an Xbox or a PlayStation in store. I saw a picture that somebody put on Instagram on their story of a an Xbox at a Target, and they put the location of the Target. I'm pretty sure it didn't last two minutes. 
when we walked into Target last night, a Target employee was walking out with a PlayStation 5 to do the curbside uh, oh, yeah, yeah. pickup. Delivery? Yeah, and I was just astounded to see an actual box You just spun-kicked them. <laughs> and then punted them and, and darted off with yeah. it? Yeah. I don't want a PlayStation, Or though. break it right in front of the person. <laughs> just slap his yeah. hand and it just falls. That'd be pretty, that'd be pretty bad. That would be pretty... I, they would probably make you pay for it. But how long has... The PlayStation and Xbox have been out for over a year now. Yeah, over a year. And you still can't get them. Which is crazy. The Switch is gone. Yeah. They're, well, they're no. less gone, but they're pretty gone. The It's the minis that you can find. Yeah, the you ones can't that, get the regular one. Right. Yeah. So the mini doesn't have the docking station. Doesn't and they don't ha- come off. The, the, the gaming controls don't right, come off. Right. right. Yeah, The uh, every just, time I go to Target, I look just out of curiosity. Well, yeah. I'm not going to buy one, but I definitely look. Yeah. yeah I mean, it's pretty crazy. I, we're, we would be in the market for a Xbox Series X for Grayson. Yeah. But you can't get one. You can't get one. But at the same time, luckily at this point, he doesn't need one because all of his favorite games are still supported by the Xbox series. Well, he's going to need to get it for PSVR 2. Oh, wait, Xbox. You Xbox. Never mind. So he just got Forza Horizon 5, which just came yeah. out in November. And that still is backwards compatible with the old console. So yeah. that's what's really strange is the fact that, at least with Xbox, they have this brand new console... But there's nothing that's console exclusive yet. All Halo. the new games that have launched. No, Halo, I think, is only on the the Xbox whatever X. Maybe. I think. But Grayson doesn't play Halo. So for right. at least for him, he hasn't seen any real need. I did make sure to buy a TV that supports the 120 hertz refresh rate. Uh-huh. So if he gets, or when he gets, I guess, the Xbox X, then he'll be able to uh, utilize the advanced graphics capabilities. But... It's it's really kind of just strange that it's impossible to come by and and people are flipping them still for seven hundred bucks easily. It's so crazy. Yeah. Well, it's also crazy that Lego uh, Titanic sold out. So what the fuck do I know? That still just blows me away. The Titanic would be way cooler with a butthole, though. <laughs> I mean, you could you could integrate just on the back, just yeah. a little pink little star. Little, it's not even a star. A little, so I was trying to see if, if the Halo, the new Halo game, is on the old Xbox, but I can't. Just look tell. at the look at the game in the image, and on the top it'll say Xbox and Xbox uh, Series X or whatever. It'll say on on the uh, on yeah. The I was cover. trying to find the picture of it, and it's uh, it's not going well. So I, I mentioned the reason why I was trying to get rid of these antiques is I'm trying to make room in the garage. I finally got my garage cabinets delivered and installed. And I'm, well, almost. Excuse me. I've got the, the cabinets got delivered at the end of uh, December. Series X and Xbox One. So it works on both. Which one's Xbox One? That's the previous generation. Oh, okay. So yeah, apparently it does work on both. Yeah. So that, it's just kind of strange that there's. Well, I think they're having to do that if they can't get, uh, if they can't get consoles to people. Oh, that would be interesting. Yeah. Because you would, you would then kill the demand for the game if it was only available to like 10% of your audience right. or whatever it was. Dude, you can buy a Halo Fireteam Raven two-player arcade game, the kind you sit down in, Yeah. Uh, for $16,000 if you're so, so inclined. What is that company? Was it the One Up Arcade Company that they make the... Oh, like, yeah, the mini cons or their yes. two-thirds or whatever? They have one now that's a freestanding unit with a built-in projector. So you put the freestanding unit like eight feet from a wall and mm-hmm. it's got the two joysticks and then the projector beams it up to the wall. Oh, that's cool. Which is way cool. Yeah. But I, I saw it somehow online, but I actually haven't seen it like on the product page. But I think if I remember correctly, 
that projector-based system was only... It's not the same as the other ones where it's title-specific. I think this one is like a... It's got multiple games built into it. Huh. I haven't seen that one. I've just seen their... Uh, do they have Mortal Kombat out now? They have Mortal Kombat. They have Street Fighter. They have Pac-Man. And, and they're all like two-thirds scale. So you need like a little booster pedestal to bring it up to the height. Yeah, which is kind of funny, actually. I don't know why they don't just make it the height. But okay. They have uh, Tron. Do they have a Terminator 2 one? Ooh. With the gun. Remember the... Yeah. Yeah, the gun. The I remember Rid- playing that. Ridge Racer. Killer Instinct. That, oh. that game was fun. I remember that game on, yeah. on Sega Genesis. Yeah, that game was cool. The soundtrack was actually really cool. Yep. They have Killer Instinct. Uh, they have two different versions of it. The Pro Series you can get. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they've got some pretty rad ones. They have Tron, which is cool. I, mean, I don't even remember they, what that was like as a game. It's that weird. Uh, it's the joystick, like a, a tall one, like kind of almost yeah. a plane kind are you of driving play. the bike and you just you can do bikes they had that weird thing where you had to throw discs at the wall that was turning and you're okay. going like up a tube it was really actually really hard um not an easy game to play golden axe remember that game yeah yeah uh they also they, have a golden tea they have the <laughs> miniature version of golden tea if you like playing golf big big buck world if you're into that oh it's the deer hunting one right yep oh dude they have the four-player x-men game that That's game cool. was fun. Yeah, that game was really fun. Oh, they have I, the Simpsons. Remember that? Yeah, I just wish instead of being like title specific, they had like an all-in-one like mega console. Right. Because they're all running like some sort of PC emulator. Oh, yeah. Right? So could you buy a, a generic console and then just buy the games and plug them in like cartridges? Or could you buy like a multi-game pack and have six titles rather than just one did they have the because their business model is kind of interesting it's cool they have tmnt they have the teenage Mutant Ninja turtles turtles in time because what is it player. like 2.99 well for- it's 700 for the four player title yeah but if you get like a let's see like nba jam that was a rad game that was a fun game 550 that seems a little high but um but that's also a four player okay game. okay um let's see i'm trying to find a regular one now that i've like the simpsons one would have been like a regular one uh, no, Simpsons was four players. Oh, shit. Uh, where the heck is... Are we? Okay, so Street Fighter, let's say. Street Fighter 2. Okay. Uh, that's 600 Those pricings... Yeah, why is that so expensive? It doesn't seem right. Tron... I'm, I'm just on their website. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Tron is 700 Golden Axe is 550 They used to be... I thought they were cheaper. That's what I was thinking, too. <laughs> Maybe they've just, like, some of these titles because of what they had to pay... I don't know. I'm, I'm, I know I've seen some like in in Walmart locations. So yeah, Walmart twelve and one Pac Man Legacy Edition three fifteen. Oh okay. So maybe it's just that one. Mortal Kombat twelve and one Legacy Arcade three fifteen. Um, the Bandai Namco was four fifty at GameStop. They have Burger Time. Woot woot. They also sucked. have a. They have countertop units that are cheap. So like a Pac Man countertop unit is one hundred thirty bucks. Oh yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. It looks like it's basically playing on like a ipad screen they're doing x-men vs street fighter that was a fun game but yeah i just wish they kind of had like a all built-in yeah i mean basically like emulator so like my, my friend has one. like a raspberry pi basically but with the console yeah well, my friend has one that's basically a generic arcade cabinet that's got an emulator in it you can play anything you want dude they had uh they built now you can't get it anymore but they did the star wars arcade game with the seat so it's like a sit down version Oh, which is pretty rad, actually. Interesting. But, yeah, that's dude. Star Wars, the original Star Wars game, is one of my favorite arcade games of all time. So this is the arcade one-up projector arcade. But is that from them? Yeah. Oh, I mean, okay. this is on the Target 
target site. Right, right. And this one is specifically um, Pac-Man, but it's like a two-piece setup. So you have the projector on its own little stand. Oh, that's cool. And then you have like this, the everything is in the joystick. Oh, yeah, like unfolds kind of? Or it just sla- it slides into the oh, stand. I so yeah, I, yeah. I guess you can use it as like a tabletop unit because they have all the various tops. They have the outrun stand-up with the pedals and everything. Ooh. And it includes Turbo Outrun, Outrunners, and Power Drift. So you get multiple games. That's always funny when they, oh, there's this version and that version. I'm like, I don't remember those other versions ever existing. I do remember Street Fighter 2 Turbo. I do remember that, but I don't remember what Turbo did. Made it faster. But did it? Yeah. Are you sure? Uh Uh-huh. Because I know, because I, I, well, I have it for the Xbox where it has all the versions of Street Fighter. And one of them is the Street Fighter 2 Turbo. Yeah, it's just a little bit faster. But maybe... You don't see it on because it's more or less an emulator because he's using a different hardware to drive the game. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, literally, they moved faster. Yeah. So, yeah, they yeah. probably just clocked the processor at a different speed or something to get it to go faster. There was, did you see, um, oh man, what was it called? Uh, I'll think of it later. But anyway, there was this, this really cool show on Netflix and it's a, it's a, um, a series. So, there was a limited series, like five or six, seven episodes. Okay. All about video games and the evolution of stuff. I think you've talked about this before. I might have, but there's a really cool, basically, these guys, these guys in a dorm decided that uh, they, they, were, they basically bought a bunch of arcade games and they were running an arcade business, right, in the other dorms. So they were okay. collecting quarters, but they found that the games would drop off at a certain point. Missile Command, I think, specifically is the game. People just get too good at it, right? So they're spending less money be- oh. to play the game. So what they ended up doing is basically creating these kits that changed the game. Oh. Right? So sort of evolve the-, the game with their own boards and stuff. So you plug the stuff into the actual game, and it modified it, and they were selling those, and eventually they end up working at Atari. Well, that's kind of fun. Yeah, like Pac-Man, Miss Pac-Man was... A modification to pac-man and all they did was just add a bow well i mean they changed the all the levels and stuff but that was a a kit that you would buy and plug onto it i've played pac-man a bunch of times over the years yeah and i don't remember any difference between the levels like did the paths change did the maze i don't remember that i don't like that game i would i remember playing it in the freestanding pizza hut restaurants and, you know, when we, you'd order and wait on your pan pizza to right. show up and we would go over to the little arcade and it was like not even an arcade. It was like two games in the corner. I would play anything but Pac-Man. Well, when there was only two games to choose from and you were bored out of your mind at the yeah. table because you didn't have a smartphone to waste time on, you would get a pocket full of quarters from your parents and just go over and dump them in the machine. Just you remember the sit down? Yeah, uh, the, the cocktail table. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I used to have Galga. I wouldn't mind having that just because it works as a table when you're not using it as a... It's great, except when you... Like, I was moving a lot at one point, and it was heavy and lugging it all over the place. the cabinets like MDF or something like that? They're just... Dude, they're crazy heavy. Yeah, yeah. And it was kind of falling apart, and you would have to... I'd have to take it apart and clean it all the time to get it to work. Yeah, I've been kind of going through that with, like, moving heavy shit in the garage just because we had... So, in preparation for the new garage cabinets, I moved everything in towards the center of the garage. Right. Or actually in preparation for paint. I moved everything into the garage. Then we got the garage painted. Then the cabinets were getting delivered. I'm like, you know what? There's still not enough room to move all the cabinets and to do all the work. So then I took the contents of my garage, which were mostly in like storage bins and totes, and took over my living room. So my living room was filled with all my garage stuff. So I've been pretty good at moving shit back and forth between the garage and the house. Uh 
got the cabinets installed. I still need two more cabinets and a countertop, but it's it's mostly in. Have you started organizing stuff, putting it away? Yes. Oh, good. And what I've learned is online sites don't have any useful filter functions to search by specific dimensions. So if my shelf, my my cabinets are have a like to find an organizer or something? Yes. Okay. So my, 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 my cabinet units are two feet deep by yeah. three feet wide. Okay. 24 by 36. Right. That's the exterior. Interior, uh-huh. it's like 22 and three quarter by like 35, uh-huh. roughly. So you might right. have to just make some. So I was like, okay, well, sh- can you show me a list of containers that are no wider than tw- 35 inches and no deeper than 22 inches? Right. What do I have? There is no search fo- function that exists. There is, you can search by volume not even i can find a store i can find a 27 gallon container or a 32 gallon container but then you or a 66 quart exactly right so i'm clicking on all these things going okay well i think this will work and you look at the dimensions you're like nope that won't work (laughs) and it's such a pain in the ass and imagine trying to do the same thing going hey i have like for example like your 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 lego sets yeah right you got the retail packaging maybe you want to put that inside another tote sure so you know the boxes three inches thick by 18 inches by 15 inches. Right. Well, it's not like you can search to find containers that have that, that would fit in. Right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's one of those things where I never realized how sometimes things are kind of hard to find. Like when I was shopping for a chandelier for the dining room, chandeliers hang from the ceiling. That's typically, yes. There's no filter for how long the chandelier is like the maximum oh, hanging the, yeah, length. Yeah, right, right, right. Like, what's the maximum this thing hangs from? And Sometimes they hang from lowriders, though, <laughs> from the inside. Yeah, so those yeah. classy ones. Yep. Sometimes they would show the 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 length of the light fixture. Sometimes they would they would list. But you need to know the chain or the tube or the whatever it combined yeah, yeah, right. and what the total thing is, so right. I can figure out if it's going to work. Right. And so it's kind of the same thing with this packaging thing. It's like even Container Store, Home Depot, Lowe's, they don't specifically filter by length or they'll they'll give you like when you filter by length it's like okay i can choose something between 14 inches and and, 90 and 30 inches yeah 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 it's like too too broad yeah which is weird because the container store that should be like their thing and yet it isn't that's bizarre you could go to the container store which is terrible i've actually just gone to lowe's with a tape measure there you go and started measuring shit yeah just to figure out what it was because sometimes the dimensions don't calculate the lid and right. the lid adds a adds little an inch and a half or of an girth. Inch or yeah. yeah. So pro tip when you go to Lowe's next time, yes. don't even need to take a tape measure. Just borrow one that's from exactly. there. Yeah. Yep. I've done that too, but sometimes it saved me from having to walk over to the tool section and then walk all the way over and then put it back. Meh. I just bring my own. Yeah, you know. I mean, I don't go as gung ho as, as wearing it on my belt or anything like that. Oh, if you're taking your own, it has to be on your belt. No. That's the rules. No. Or in a in a uh uh, tool, tool, tool belt. belt. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look, I don't make up the rules. That is the that is the law of lows. I should just walk in carrying a yardstick. That'd be pretty funny. Speak softly, carry a stick. Yeah, they'd be like, "Sir, this isn't 1936." <laughs> Whack. Yeah, but I yeah, actually so bought a new tape measure recently. Ooh, my so old one. I dropped it, and it did the broke the oh. spring thing broke, so it just was useless. I've got two tape measures, and they're good for different reasons. Like, and it, it's weird that there is even a, a thing, but the small, they're both 25 foot long tape measures. Uh-huh. The one that's physically more compact, I like because it's smaller, but it does a better job of, um, of retracting. Uh-huh. The other one is physically larger, doesn't retract as well, but 
if I'm trying to measure something like from here to the wall, it stays straight and I'm, ex- and I'm right. extending it, yeah. trying to touch the wall from right. eight feet away, it'll stay rigid right. without collapsing for longer. You know what I should have done? I shouldn't have thrown out the broken tape measure. I should have kept it and made slap bracelets. Oh, that's what Did they... Did you ever uncover one when you were a kid? It's basically a tape it's, measure. That's literally what it is. There were ones where you've take, you take the whatever off of it, right? The plastic over yeah. it, and it's literally a piece of tape measure. But the weird thing is, is like when you look at the way the tape measure grows or um, rolls up, it rolls so that the numbers are facing inwards as it spools yeah, right, into the tape measure. Right. But when you look at the slap bracelet, it wraps the opposite way. Yeah, it, but when you, so when you, if you take a tape measure and, and were to break it, the, that tension, it goes the it opposite does. way. It's super weird. I've never tried that, but... I should. I think the next time I have a busted tape measure, I'll just cut yeah. a strip. And yeah, slap make a, it. like an eight inch strip, and now you got a slap bracelet. Oh man, and you'll be able to know how long your wrist is because you could, you'll have the marker. <laughs> yeah, or and this is I know this is crazy, but you can just that's the size Wrap of your, your wrist. He's wrapping his thumb in his in his middle finger. Yeah, I'm not I'm wrist. not flipping you off necessarily, no. but that's that's basically the girth of your wrist just below the wrist bone. And then I can take my. But you can't measure this. I can't measure my hand to get the... Well, no, because it's not... Yeah. yeah. I know. You need a cloth uh, measuring tape. The cloth measuring tape, yes. Yeah. Those are... I don't have one of those. I like those. Jeanette has those for her sewing projects and stuff. So we we, we have those in the house. (laughs) I just watched my neighbor throw his uh, Christmas tree off the balcony. You have some scary-ass dead Christmas trees in this neighborhood as I was driving up. Like, some of these things were straight-up brown. And I'm like... You need to start a bonfire. Oh, man. Have you ever torched a dry Christmas tree? Yes. It goes up so quick. Yes. We allegedly did one in the backyard at a place I lived in Santa Clara. In Isla Vista. uh, Of course. Yeah, of course. So if you're ever anywhere near the UC Santa Barbara campus. It's it's not as crazy these days from what I hear. Maybe. Maybe kids are growing up. Maybe maybe they burned all the couches. There's nothing left. I was going to say... I, my first flambe that I saw was a burned couch. Yeah. It just, and that went up super quick. As and that's well. just, it was a normal, probably Saturday. Yeah. That, well, it's or typically Friday. after the end of the semester. Or Wednesday. Yeah. Moving out. Yeah. Kids don't want to take the furniture home. So they yeah. just torture it. Makes sense. I guess. It's like the, the circle of life. Yeah. Did you, did, did they ever do, uh, or did you ever see, or have you ever seen one of those fire demos where they build a fake house with the Christmas tree? And yeah. yeah like the, fire? The, I think the Orange County Fire Department does one like every year. Every the news year, yeah. shows it. And they, have you ever been like close to one? No. Oh, it's crazy. You saw one in person? Oh yeah. I've seen it in person and it's like goes up super fast and it's, I mean, you feel the heat from uh, like 50, 60 yards away. I want them to combine that with the turkey deep fryer. Oh, that'd be good. Where you put a frozen turkey into the deep yeah. fryer, and then, and, then, just and then they have the mock flash. car crash as well, right yes. next to it. Yeah, and then Santa shows up on a helicopter. They should just do all three and just check just all those all. boxes. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Here, kids, this is why you don't do any bad things. But yeah, yeah the, to watch those places, and it's kind of unfair because they build a house out of garage doors, so of course they're going to burn really fast. But the tree itself just goes like, yeah, and it's gone. But literally driving down the street, like there was more trees that were not green than they were. Yeah, imagine too how scary that is. That's just sitting in somebody's house. Yes, that's right. the thing is like because I mean I, I can't imagine that the tree's been curbside for all that long. No, no, no. And for the record, it is the ninth. So these people have really milked those Christmas trees. Yeah, yeah. For them to be completely dead. This is stupid. I'm still seeing a large number of Christmas lights still up in like my neighborhood. And on. Uh, on yeah. Huh. Like I'm driving around at night and I'm still seeing lights going on. Still seeing the inflatables and stuff, and it's like. Like those can all go away. Those could have gone away nine days ago. Yeah, I had mine down uh, the 
I started taking them down the day after Christmas. Because Christmas was on a Saturday, so Sunday I started yeah, as unplugging you stuff. Yeah, As you should. Now I'm trying to pack all that stuff away into totes that mm. will fit my new cabinets. <laughs> and it's like... It sounds like you need to go back to Lowe's. <laughs> I, I've... So far I have spent... So before the garage cabinets got installed, I bought those uh, Rubbermaid totes. They're, they're like 10-gallon totes with yeah. a snap lid. They're yeah, really yeah. nice. I have some of those. Bought a bunch of gray ones because my cabinets are white and gray. They you don't fit inside them. them. Oh. So Did I have... return them? No, because I was using them, and I had them for like about a month oh, and a I half okay. in use. Yeah, yeah. But So what are you going to do with them? Uh, sell them or give them to a buddy or something oh, like okay. that. So then I, so I, I spent 100 bucks on totes because they were 10 bucks a piece. So yeah. I had like 10 of them. Then I, I have found that these black totes with the yellow snap lids, they have them at Lowe's and Home Depot. Yeah, yeah I know which ones you're talking about. They're the same, probably the exact same brand, but they're both private labeled. Like the Home Depot one's HDX. Right. And the Lowe's one, it's Commander, but it's the same shit. So I, I bought those, and so far I've spent about 150 bucks on just those totes. But those fit. Those fit. Yeah, yeah. They're like 12 bucks a piece, and so two of them can fit on a shelf side by side. So I've got those going, but like my historically my Christmas decor was in a bigger tote, mm. and so, so it's so like you have to spread it out, maybe. Yeah. Or figure out what do you keep throw some stuff away maybe yeah so the weird thing is is like the tote that fits in there and takes up the whole shelf is even bigger than my holiday totes oh okay which is fine but that means i'm not filling the whole thing up yeah so that it's like yeah. give and take yeah i weird so i have some totes in the garage that i bought at i want to say the container store and they're the same deal like the snap lids yeah. and like my camp gear and stuff so right. i have if i'm going camping i grab these two totes or if uh-huh. i'm doing this i grab these totes um uh, i i ended up buying another one the exact same one, mind you. Yeah. From the container store. But a year or two later. Different size. It's yeah. taller. Oh, weird. But it's the exact same. I checked the number. I looked at what I previously oh, no purchased. Way. Yeah, it's bizarre. So like I went because and I only noticed because I went to put it on top of the other one and it doesn't fit under the shelf. Yeah. And I was like, what the frick? So I set it next <laughs> to the other one and it's like a good, I would say probably quarter inch taller. Oh, interesting. Yeah. yeah that, that's no so idea. Super bizarre. So I have one tote that just, I had to rearrange a bunch of stuff to fit. Yeah, and so it's I'm now in this kind of like organizing hell. So the garage, the floors look great, the walls are all painted, the lights I finished, they look awesome. Well, you got to like, put everything away. The cabinets are yeah. Now yeah. I got to put everything away and trying to figure out where it goes. And oddly enough, like the on the left wall of the garage, I've got three large cabinets. So the one closest to the garage door, like to the outside, yeah, yeah. whoops, is um, filled with Grayson's sports stuff. Yeah. His skateboards, yeah, his balls, his bats. Keep all the bad stuff as far away from the door as you can. Well, it's also the stuff that he's going to most likely take outside, right. so that's why it's closest to the garage makes door. makes sense. But then above it, it's open. So do I put Christmas crap there? The one to the right of that is all of our outdoor gear. So the, the, the tents, sleeping bags, the camp chairs, um, the coolers, all that's in there. And at the very top, it's... Christmas ornaments. Well, it so, should be as you get closer to the door to the house. The right, more stuff. That's the stuff that you use the most. Yeah, that makes yeah. sense. So that's uh, that's how I'm trying to organize it. But right now, I have Christmas crap at the top of each cabinet because the cabinets are 80 inches tall. Okay. And they're wall mounted, so they're four inches off the ground. So oh, it's okay. about 84, 85 inches to yeah. the top of the, of the cabinet. So this is all shit that's above eye level. Yeah, yeah. So I figure, okay, just Christmas crap. There. Yeah. Why not? But then from the OCD kind of organization standpoint, it's like, I want each cabinet to be uniform. Like, no. this is all sports stuff. This is You're all tool stuff. 
Yeah. You don't want a full Christmas cabinet. That's too much. That's exactly what I don't yeah, want. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, oh, I think I'm okay with sprinkling it. Now, the next step you need to take is if you open the door, mm-hmm. right, to the cabinet, yes. on the inside of the door, there needs to be a planogram that's labeled. I don't know if I'm going to go that far. That would be hilarious. We, we did get a label maker. Okay. So we can print out. And I, I think have they, one. they do like the inch tall labels. Yep. And so we can label. Right now, I'm just doing a masking tape and a Sharpie and yeah, just yeah. labeling it for now. Yeah. That's how we do it around here, too. Yeah. Yeah, I know. The, the, <laughs> the board. Yes. The audio board. Ryan has got masking tape across yep. notes. So, so now know we know. What's what? Yeah. Let's, let's play some crickets. Oh, geez. You're asking questions. Yes. <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> First attempt. Woo, the, woo. Well, the good thing is, too, is I can't actually read some of my own writing. So, well, there you go. Dr. Ryan. I like you. The cricket's still playing. Uh, yeah. Well, the, so, it's weird, too. Some of these, like, this one will play until you stop it. Oh, no, it just resets. It just resets. And then that one will just play. Yeah. And then, yeah, it's, it's weird how they, the different ones work. It's nine seconds of crickets. I'm actually intrigued that there was multiple, like, crickets overlaying. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, we did it. Living the uh, life. Yeah, man, I don't know. So, uh, Cobra Kai's back. It is. And but I haven't even looked. Are they all... Yeah, 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 because it's Netflix. Right, so, so all they, episodes were... Everything's up. Okay. Yeah, so I, I did watch it. I got all the way through it. It's It feels like every season's gotten a little bit cheesier. Like jump in the shark kind of thing a little I bit? I wouldn't say jump in the shark, but it definitely feels cheesier. Huh. But in an in 80s kind of interesting way. It was good. It was good enough. It was. I mean, I watched it in like three days. Okay. And it's for like some reason eight I, episodes. It's not very long. For some reason, I thought it was going to be like Ted Lasso, where it was like an episode a week kind of thing. You know, I still haven't watched season two of Ted Lasso. You need to see that. I know. Yeah, I actually ended up re-watching the Christmas episode of Ted Lasso because the original series order was, I think, 10 episodes. I think so, yeah. Then they got an order for two more episodes, so they made kind of just episodes that they could drop in. So they made a Christmas episode, and I can't remember what the other one was, and they just dropped them in to extend the season length. So the Christmas episode, when it originally aired, was over the summer. Every time I go to watch it, something i'll end up watching like uh shark tank or i I don't know why i just get distracted i don't ever watch shark tank i love shark tank why uh because i like seeing the conversations and the interactions and some of these people are like bad shit crazy over the moon well i think you kind of have to be if you can't find investors for your idea you probably have a shitty idea or you have problems a lot of the ideas are not not a lot let me take that back Uh, some of the ideas are really cool and make total sense but there's other stuff like there's stuff that's gone in um so there was this company that was doing an immersion circulator so basically it's a thing that you put in a tub of water to keep it warm at a certain temperature it's for sous vide cooking yeah and so but what pissed me off was like all, they're like, oh, we're the first one. We're the only one on the market. Well, I'm like, no, I actually have a competitor in my kitchen now. Yeah. Like, did nobody check on this stuff? And then you'll get people. They're like, we're asking five hundred thousand dollars for two and a half percent. What on earth? Like the valuations are insane. Well, because they want to be able to actually have control over it. But but I, but then they'll be like, okay, what are your sales? Well, we haven't sold anything yet. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. I haven't watched an episode of Shark Tank in years. Yeah, I like. It's one of those Has shows. Has it changed? That, Is it still the same? It's the same. The bald guy, the the lady. They have guest hosts now. Or okay. guest sharks. Like Kevin Hart is on the newest episode. Okay. Yeah. Does I mean, he is he backing stuff? Like is he actually investing or is he just like the host? Oh no no no. He's yeah, he's one of the sharks. He's like, one of he, the sharks. He can invest. Yeah, yeah. He, he he's like he a buys baby shark. Something. Yeah, baby shark. 
He's got, I mean, he's not, he's a, got money. not a poor man. No. Have you watched his show, Kevin Hart, the car club thing on Motor Trend TV? No. It's I, pretty funny. I love Lucky. And so I. Oh, yeah. He's in it. Yeah. He's yeah. the guy doing the wrenching and right. stuff and helping the guy. So I want to see it, but I'm not a huge Kevin Hart fan. It's actually just funny, like him and his buddies clowning on each other. That's it's, it's not that I can terrible. See. Uh, but it's it's cheesy. Even it's what you expect. Yeah, it's it's pretty cheesy. It's uh, automotive. Have you watched? Um, oh God, what's it called? There's so much TV I have not watched on Motor Trend TV though. It's the automotive. Um, it's called Autobiography. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And they're doing cold cases. Yeah, was that the one hosted by uh, Manuel Carrillo? No, it's uh, a shorter guy and a tall nerdy guy. Oh, okay, and then Man- there's two other people. The guy Manuel's a buddy. So oh no, I'm not sure. Yeah, there's a couple of different shows like that that I've I've kind of seen. Yeah, and I'll, I'll watch a little bit of it, but it's I, I like I like kind of unsolved mystery, kind of weird stuff, and so it kind of has that because they're doing like um like one of the episodes was about the that Ferrari that they found buried in. Oh LA. yeah, they've done an episode about. Um, was that oh, the one God. that did the episode on the Dale that uh, EV car scam from like the seventies? Yeah, yeah, they did that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's that same show. Gotcha. Yeah, but super interesting. I don't know. There's a lot of that. But so I, anyways, point is I get distracted just like now uh, every time I go to watch Ted Lasso like that or like I can't, you know, right now it's hard to just sit down and do nothing. Cause you get the puppy. Yeah. With the puppy. And it's like, I, you, you're kind of constantly watching. I, I, I do leave and I go out and like go walk and stuff. But did you start the puppy training already? Like, yeah, the, we the did. Classes? He had a little class last week. How'd that go? It was good, but it was weird. It was like two, there was just him and another dog. Um, and it was kind of an intro deal. So are he you, already knew. Are you a part of the class? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't know if you were handing over the dog. And No, 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 no. So, man, if I could afford it, I would send him to a board and train. <laughs> yeah? Oh, yeah. It's like a month that oh. they're gone. But and they come back speaking German. Basically. And... Yeah. They go, Nine. To an Australian dog. Yeah. Well, technically not an Australian dog. Well. So they're, they're called Australian Shepherd, but yes. the breed originated in America. So our, so they think that the reason that they're called that is because the folks that developed them were, were Australian. Australian. Yeah, something like that. It's like German chocolate cake wasn't actually made by the Germans. It was made by a baker with the last name of German. Oh, I did not know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And technically, he's a mini, which means that he is a an American shepherd. Oh. But it's an Australian shepherd. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wonder if, like, Boston Terriers, like, did they originate in Boston? Boston. Or? That's why yeah. they all have shitty accents. I don't know if my dog's ever barked with an accent, but I, I will check. You know what's weird? I'm like, what? okay, do you think dogs and like, do they have accents? So here's what I was about to talk about. Yeah. And it's related to this. Okay. <laughs> How, like, if you ask somebody from a different country, yeah. the sound a dog makes or a cat makes. Oh, they make different noises. Yes. Yeah. Did you see the video of the guy? He uh, There's a cat outside of his apartment that he sees every day. And so every day he tries a different like noise to, oh, get, no. to get the cat's attention and eventually i think it's it's like oh yeah the cat must be german because <laughs> it responded to whatever they would say whatever he said yeah, it was pretty funny yeah it, it was interesting because I, I was talking to somebody and this this happened like on our trips or whatever and we would go somewhere and somebody had a dog or something like that and yeah. you would hear them make play bark sounds and it's a different sound and you're like oh all right <laughs> yeah so they do they have accents yeah or well we've assigned them Accents. Right. Or it's like uh, I was somewhere and they they had some packaging and it had like kittens on it yeah. and it had like meow, meow, meow all over it. But it was spelled M-I-A-O, meow, all right. not M-E-O-W. Like my ouch? M-I-A-O? Yeah. Huh? Yeah, it was, it was fascinating, but you're like, 
All right. I guess that's that's meow. Yeah, it's good enough. It works. I understand. Huh. Yeah. I know like uh, crows have accents and dialects and things. They've done a lot of research uh, and study and they actually have like different regional dialects and accents and it's pretty trippy. They're also super freaking smart. I read an article uh, not too long ago about a raven that was at a elementary school in Oregon. And it was talking to the students and actually walked into the classroom and was like talking and would eat food and it was cursing. What? And what had happened was it some lady uh, in another part of Oregon had befriended the the raven as a a little baby Uh and kind of nursed it to health. And it just hung out around their farm Uh and they trained it. And the, the raven somehow started talking. And would call the the cat, would call the dog, and like and chit chat, and it would cuss. And the <laughs> the lady, it That's wasn't funny, the lady wasn't the owner because yeah, yeah. it was a it's wild a bird. Yeah, yeah, sure. But they went on vacation, and the neighbor didn't like the raven uh-huh. and took it and took it to a rescue center and said, "Oh, uh, this injured bird, you know, whatever." And so I don't know what the hell the rescue center did, but they released it near the elementary school, and, and so because, it decided to live there. Because it liked kids. And so it was hanging out in the lunch area. Not to eat. Kind of. But to hang out. No, no, no. I'm saying it didn't like eating kids. It's not like. No, no, no. Yeah, it wasn't eating the kids. It was eating their French fries and the crap they would leave behind. But it was talking to the kids. And then somehow the the raven being at the school made local news. And somebody knew the original owner connected the dots. And the lady rescued. Re-rescued? Yeah, or at least brought the raven back to her farm to hang out with. But I didn't know ravens could talk. I did not know that either. That I would know be they're smart. Mind blowing if you're outside and it's just, hey. There was a guy um, that I knew in Oregon that there were a bunch of. I think they were actually crows, but whatever. I can't tell the difference. There's, there's a slight difference between a raven and a crow in the beak. the beak yeah. curvature. And one of them's bigger. Yes, ravens are bigger. I yes, think. but the crows around here are pretty damn fat too. Right. So it's, so it's hard, hard to, to tell. tell. But anyways, he had befriended these like this group. He would just feed them. Yeah. Out in front of his place, and they would bring him little, like, trinkets. Yeah, the crows definitely do that. I know yeah, that. Yeah, so they must have been crows. Yeah. yeah. But it was, it's, I've never heard of one talking. I've but, heard of them using tools and problem solving. Yes, the dropping the walnut or something right. in the in the traffic crosswalk and waiting for traffic to crush it and go picking it up. Or using, like, actual sticks as tools and all kinds of trippy stuff. But, yeah, so they have regional dialects. They can recognize faces. They actually have the ability to describe somebody's face accurately enough to another generation that has never seen yes. that face that that generation then recognizes. And they know to avoid or How? to follow. That's fascinating. How? Yeah. Dude, it's an absolute trip. I welcome my raven overlords. I would be cool with a pet, <laughs> like a pet raven. Just, just a chill one. Just yeah. like, hey, what's up? I mean, I don't want it pooping on my shoulder. No, no. Go poop over there. But you can hang out. Yeah. Like, it'd be way cooler than a parrot. I would befriend a raven. Yeah. I don't know any. I don't know. The any. raven's in, uh, in uh, oh man, where was that? I guess the, that would have been the Yukon of Canada. Dude, they're dicks. You cannot leave. There's one hotel, like Eagle Plains. You cannot leave anything soft bag on your bike because they will. They it. destroy it. And for whatever reason, they like Red Bull. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I went out there and they were like tearing apart a Red Bull can and drinking it. Oh, man. So you ever see a fat raven jacked up on Red Bull? Because I have. It's weird. <laughs> it gave them wings. Yeah, oh, boy. So they have four wings. Ooh. No, they were just like, ah, like aggro ravens. They're freaking big, man. They're scary. 
nature can be a trip sometimes. And just reading that article and, and, and just imagining a raven kind of hanging out with kids, cursing in a classroom. That's pretty funny. It's pretty awesome. Uh, is there a video of it? Uh, I don't know about the cursing part, but I, I think there is video of the raven like back at the the lady's farm or home or whatever. That's so funny. I'll have to find the article and, and send it to you. I want to yeah. say it was like a Washington Post or something article that I had read. There's an Oregon Live one. Uh, friendly foul mouth crow befriends entire something. There you go. That is freaking hilarious. And he's got a little hat on. Yeah. That is freaking funny. Yep. Wow. All right. I'll have to read that article. I appreciate you bringing that to my attention. That's hilarious. I like all that kind of animal, t- just the, the fascination of. Well, that and it's also like a nice counterpoint to some of the bullshit in the news these days. Yeah. <laughs> where well, you're just true. like, oh, this is kind of nice. And like, you get back to reality, you're like, uh-huh, this sucks. Like the octopuses that can get themselves out of jars and all kinds of crazy yeah. stuff. Like, man. Yeah. Yeah, that, like that, cool. that octopus teacher documentary. Same I thing. never saw it actually. Well, you got distracted because there was twenty seven thousand other things to watch. Well, and there's also I have a problem. It's hard for me. It's whole. It's hilarious. I will avoid watching a two hour movie, but I'll watch four hours of. <laughs> right? I know. Like, I know. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I don't have the time to watch this, but then you just end up binge watching something else, and you're like, I just wasted way more time. But I watched. Oh, uh, speaking of good shows that are coming back, Space Force. I. You didn't watch it? No. Oh, that's hilarious. It's, I don't even um, remember what it is. It's about Space Force. It's yeah, yeah. It's totally making fun who's, of Who's... It's... Uh, what's his face from The Office? Oh, that's right. Okay, okay. I, I vaguely remember that. Why can't I think of his name? Steve Carell. Yeah, Steve Carell. Yes. Yeah, anyway, so there's season two coming back, uh, which is pretty funny. And then did you watch Don't Look Up? Yes, I watched that. That was pretty good. I liked it. I like the ending just because... Not to give it away, but... Well, I guess to give it away in some extent... Not everything. It doesn't wrap it up in a nice, neat bow. Not, no. It's not a happy ending. Right. So I, I appreciated that. And then, of course, all the parallels and similarities to life today. Um, yeah, it was pretty funny. Are pretty apparent. Yeah. yeah it's a good cast. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I enjoyed it, too. Yeah. So I did watch that. I watched, uh, I think I told you I watched the prequel to, what was that Batista movie that came out last year? But the zombie movie. Oh, yeah, yeah. You mentioned that. Yeah, the prequel was good. Okay. Yeah, but, the prequel was the actual good. movie. I thought so because it was more about it was more just a heist movie than a heist zombie weird movie. Gotcha. Not that the whatever that was was called was bad. Yeah. But this was much better. That is good to know. Yeah, I'm like Cisco and Ebert over here. You are. Yeah. With two thumbs, two middle fingers. What, yeah. What, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We get two fus. Yeah. yeah. That I, means you gotta watch it. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I. uh I haven't really, yeah, otherwise it's just been kind of junk TV. I haven't watched much lately. I'm going to bed. I've been getting up really early. So. I've just been busy working on the garage, returning a, in the in the house. Now that, because my wife was working out of the garage during right. the pandemic. But She's, you're building her a desk, right? Yes. Or is it done? Uh, it's in process. So okay. we're building a clawfist. We're turning the, the spare bedroom closet into a workspace. So I've got recessed lighting in. I've got new electrical outlets in. I've got a new switch to cr- control the lights in. I had the texture. I was doing the drywall texture with the the rattle can, yeah, yeah. the orange peel texture, but I wasn't getting the thickness of coverage I needed. Ah, so I had a dr- somebody in. I had a drywall guy come out, and for 175 bucks, he resprayed the entire closet, which has like nine foot ceilings. It's 60 inches wide. Don't do that. That sucks. He did it like in about like an hour and a half. Yeah, like masked him. it, sprayed right. it, everything. He had the hopper, yep. all the mud. And so um, let that dry, primed it, painted it. So that's all set. So now I'm starting to assemble the desk structure, which is utilizing IKEA kitchen cabinetry. 
And so that's the process. So yesterday I got the cabinet and the drawers all built. I've got to cut the carpet and get it to sit down at the right height mm. so they can figure it. So the desk height's there? Yeah, yeah. so I get the desk height. Because kitchen countertops but or kitchen cabinets are 30 inches on their own without the toe kick, which brings it up a little bit higher. Yeah. The ideal desk height is 29.5 inches. So with a 30-inch height... This is like a just a known... Like that's how high most desks are? I have no yes. idea. Ah, they're, okay. they're, up, they're about 28 to 30 inches. Ideals right around 29, 29 Interesting. And a half. Didn't know that. And so I'm at 30 inches to the top of the cabinet, and then I have an inch and a half thick piece of walnut that's going to go on top. So that right. makes it a... Too high? Possibly. Yeah. Or just get a taller chair. That's what the we're looking idea, at. Yeah. So now it's it's trying to figure out that ratio. So the, from like an ergonomic standpoint, you want to be able to sit at a desk with, when you're typing on the keyboard, you want your elbows, forearms, and wrists to kind of be like all parallel. Oh, yeah. No, I, that's not how I work. Right. And yeah. then you want your feet to be able to be flat on the ground. Right. And so when you start changing the, the height of the tabletop or changing the height of the chair, you're changing the proportions sure. and stuff. So it's trying to figure out... How to do this, make it look built in, but have it be safe and comfortable. I sit in the worst ergonomic position possible half the time. Laptop on your lap on the or, sofa. Yeah, or I mean my kitchen table, like none of that is is the right height and it's it's it hurts. But I you do it. I find myself correcting Grayson in how he watches the iPad because he's he's got the weirdest posture. Like a kid with a, a tablet will sit in the strangest positions. Yeah. yeah, all curled up, like their spines all curled and weird. He'll be on the sofa. He'll have the tablet on the couch cushion right next to the armrest. He'll be on his knees with his forehead resting on the arm of the sofa. So it's almost like he's on his hands and knees, but he's just resting his forehead on the arm, staring straight down at the couch cushion because that's where his tablet is. Yeah, that's weird. Or it's just all these... I'm like, dude, you, you can't be doing this. <laughs> Like, you're limber enough to get away with it now, but you're going to pay for it later. So please, you know, sit up and try to keep the screen at, you know, arm's distance yeah. or, you know, at like a... I mean, I, tr I try. Like, I realize I'm not, you know, I'm slouched and whatever, yeah. and I try to fix it. But then 10 seconds later, right back to where I started. Yeah. Well, and the thing for me is, like, because of the new year, I just had to do all of the online corporate training for all the workplace safety shit. Yeah, and you just went through that, so didn't you? the ergonomics, I went on the fire safety one and hazardous chemical. I take a bunch of those things, and it's just yeah. like every year you're like, all right, watch yep, it, watch it. Got to do it. Got to do it. So the ergonomics one was, I, I even had Grayson come over. I'm like, look, see, <laughs> this is why I'm correcting you. Yeah, not you're not. I'm not trying I'm to I'm not just the creepy, weird dad that's worried about your posture. It's Yeah. You should, you should get one of those posture thingies, like the... I guess there's a strap that you can get that, that forces pins your you shoulder to, yeah, blades forces back. you to sit back or sit up or whatever. But yeah, I don't know. I I find myself I slouch. I yeah. bend over. Oh yeah, my back hurts probably because of that. And those kitchen tables aren't really. I mean, my kitchen table the seats aren't comfortable to sit on long term anyway. Well, yeah. I mean, the fact that I'm still using my dining room furniture two years in right. this pandemic is yeah. kind of a thing. It's I like, do like I like standing desks. I've never I like used one. I don't I don't mind standing and I. But I don't know if I would like typing while standing. Like I don't know if that's a. I like it. I, it's it it works. And the like the last, uh, well, I guess two offices ago, I had the standing desk, and then I had a balance board, so I would just stand on the balance board. So was kind of like balance. You know, you have to yeah. balance yourself while so it forces you to. Was it of, a teeter totter so it only bounced left and right, or was it like a round thing? Uh, you... yeah, just left to right. Okay, but it would. I mean, you had to stand. You yeah, know, yeah, you had to stand balance. Yeah, yeah, it was cool. Interesting. Yeah, and it actually was approved by hr somehow so they paid for it yeah 
I mean, they, we just had a few of them laying oh, around. Interesting. Yeah. I, I know who you could talk to if you wanted one. No, we got fancy new desks, or not desks, new chairs delivered to our offices after the pandemic started. Oh, good. Where you need them. Right. Yeah. And so it's still sitting there with a brand new tag on it. Yeah. And I haven't been at my desk since March 12th of 2020. And you probably won't go back. For Until after. Time. Yeah. yeah. I, I, Honestly, I, I don't think I'm going back to sit at my desk to do work until probably two years after I left. Wait, two years after March. you left? So oh, basically, so it'll be like next year. Next, this March. Yeah, yeah March 2020 right. will be two years. I'll bet you it'll be longer than that. Yeah, because I mean, I don't, I don't have a return to work plan. Right. Every time they try to put one together, the pandemic gets worse. Right. And then they just, oh, we'll just keep pushing it back. We've got the Oma flu. Yes. Uh, the Corona flu, fluorona, 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 and then there's an Omicron Delta mashup. Yeah, it's like a bunch of shitty DJs are getting together and just making mashups. I was gonna say it's shitty celebrity couples where they just oh, their names. Yeah, Benifer. Yeah, that's the only one. What I know. would our shitty club celebrity? I don't think we have one. Rathew. That's so bad. Rat. It'd be Riot. 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 Okay. Ryan and Matt. Riot. Riot. Yeah, I don't like it. Let's not be a celebrity couple then. No. Well, <laughs> we'd have to be celebrities first. Yeah, that's yeah. true. And I am not an influencer. Yeah, and then Jeanette would be weird if we were a couple. Yeah, it'd be odd. Yeah, it would be odd. Speaking of uh, influencers, though, really quick. So there's this, I, I think I was telling you, Gary the Barbecue Chef is a, a I guy. have no idea who that is. So he's a dude on Instagram that literally just barbecue Did you find stuff. him on Instagram? Yeah, yeah. And I, his videos are kind of funny. Like he calls, uh, he calls eggs liquid chicken. I don't like Instagram feeds that are all videos. I don't either. I, I like don't either. Pictures with words. Yeah, I do too. Yeah. But this guy happens to be okay. like he, he just that's a gem. Yeah, it's a barbecue yeah. thing. But he like he says, oh, you know, he's like fuck it up with the rub. And like he's known for just being loud and like saying funny shit. And like uh -huh. his videos are mildly entertaining. And some of his recipes look pretty good. So, anyways, there's a new Gordon Ramsay show. As if that guy needs another freaking show, dude. Gordon Ramsay has like 75 shows. It seems like uh, busy dude. But anyways, is he in the show? Gordon Ramsay's or is in he the just show. Named after him? No, no, no. So he's. It's called Next Level Chef, and okay. it's Gordon Ramsay, Richard Blaze, and I can't remember her name. Uh, I don't so know there's three. Who Richard Blaze is. He's another celebrity chef. Oh. So anyways, there's three of them, and the the concept of the show is there's th a three level kitchen. So okay. the top level is like super deluxe. Any toy you could think of that you would want. Are they the physically on three levels? Physically on three levels. So is it like Hollywood squares where you can see all three levels yeah, at yeah. once? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, so shit. the next level down is like a nice commercial kitchen. The third level is, is the a basement. microwave. No, it's the basement and they have like hardly anything. A no microwave and paper plates. Yeah. yeah. They have like a sieve. <laughs> like uh, they have a potato. Mat. Like they have like the most basic stuff. Yeah. Oh, even worse than that. So anyway, so the concept is you they randomly draw a elevator card, get in the elevator, and they don't know what level they're gonna be on. Okay. So they get to the level and they have to cook a dish, right? And there's a Is there a one contestant or there's no, no no there's a three? group of people. Okay. There's three teams basically. Okay. Um each celebrity chef has a team they're mentoring. Okay. And then the other twist is there's a platform that comes down out of the ceiling and the top level gets first dibs on ingredients oh and as it, it goes down, down it gets worse right um so anyway so this guy gary the barbecue chef is, is he's on this show and he's been promoting it which is kind of how i heard about the yeah. show um spoiler alert not that anybody gives a crap he's already gone but it's hilarious because he's like super loud on instagram he gets on the show he's like oh yeah okay thank you sir thank you like super timid like oh it was honestly kind of funny that's weird yeah but it's a it's a dumb show 
there's plenty of those out there. Oh man, I I will. And I don't mind those kitchen. shows. I like kitchen shows. Yeah. I love cooking shows. Uh, but I like you. You mentioned earlier the British Bake Off. Yeah, the Great British. I've seen Bake some Off. of it. It's it's fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm not yeah. a baker, but I like watching it. Well, I think because Jeanette is, that's right. why we we tend to watch some of those those baking shows. When the guy, the one host, uh, the bald guy is pretty funny. Yeah. And then the other guy was in. Um, he was an IT crowd. Was he? Yeah, he was the weird like. Um, remember, there's the door in the basement oh, and never yeah, yeah. open it. He's the guy that lived back there, the okay. vampire kind of guy. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. So, IT Crowd's a good show. Yeah, that's a, another show I have never watched. Uh, it's it's a British yeah yeah comedy know. show, but the guy the one there's a guy on it that's a um, he's kind of like the super nerd, and he's got a travel show actually that's pretty interesting. Oh, but it's kind of like. Interesting in a somewhat awkward way because his delivery is just strange. There's another show that's, that's going on that's one of those workplace comedies. So kind of like how The Office was all about paper sales yeah, and yeah. office setup. Oh, have, I haven't heard. I hadn't heard of this show until yesterday. You have Parks and Recreation. So it's all about the, the city parks department and stuff like that. So the, the, the show is American Auto. And because I've we're literally never co- heard it. It's on NBC. So that's probably why you never yeah. heard of it. And it's probably only available on Peacock, which means nobody will ever see it. But oh, that's right. So it, it is on broadcast TV. So do you think you could watch it on like YouTube TV? Or Hulu? I don't know. Oh, okay. So um, anyways. But yeah, it's it's basically a sitcom. It's called what again? American Auto. Okay. And it's literally just about the automotive industry um, and the the laughs involved, I guess. I don't know. Okay. Did you <laughs> did you see? Do you remember the call center one? No. So it is. It's it's on NBC and Peacock. Ooh. You can watch it on Hulu if you have a premium subscription, mm. which I do not have. I do not either. So I don't know if I'll ever watch it. It's got a hundred percent score on Rotten Tomatoes, but only a five and a five and a half on IMDb. So it's the offbeat executives and employees of a major automobile company in Detroit try to adjust to a rapidly shifting industry. New CEO Catherine Hastings, whose bold leadership and business savvy is only significantly offset by her complete lack of knowledge about cars, must steer a crew of diverse characters and opinions in an audacious new direction if they want to keep up with the times, while dealing with all the issues of life in the modern workplace. From the corporate offices to the factory floor, they'll pull out all the stops to make it work, if they can get out of their own way. That sounds terrible. Yeah, that <laughs> that recap sounds like shit. But I don't know if necessarily the office. Nick would have said been he funnier. liked it. Yeah. yeah, Nick liked it. I think Jacob. Walked. I don't know if he's seen it or not. Yeah. The uh, speaking of Jacob. Uh, well, before we say that, the there was a, a show. It only lasted, I think, one season, and it was about a call center, center in India. I can't I, remember, I remember what it was that. called. It was actually pretty funny. Yeah. In a mindless, who cares? I'm not paying a lot of attention to this kind there, of way. Wasn't there another one about like the uh, like a big box store? Like it was. Oh yeah. Like a, um, oh crap! Yeah, what was that called? Super Super Center or something like that. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so, about like a Walmart essentially clone. So this is basically the same idea, that same formula, yeah. just a unique workplace environment. Is it unique? Well, they try to make it, but yeah. it's, it's the same plot lines, right. just a slightly different background and scenery. It's just going to be a rehash of whatever. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. Uh, yeah, so speaking of Jacob, I guess Mazel Tov? Yeah. Is Jacob that, is is, is now engaged. Yeah, his, which explains why he was all quiet when he was on the show last. Yeah, I think he had a lot on his mind because he was after he was leaving 
us here in SoCal. He was heading up to Northern California to visit his his then girlfriend's family. Right. And he basically knew that was going coming up. And I'm pretty sure he was trying to bite his tongue and not say anything about his plans because his fiance, Kimia. She's not gonna listen to this. Not I don't think she voluntarily listens to this, but I think it's on in the car when he's listening to it, so therefore she oh, listens to it. She's forced. Well yes. hello. And so, we're sorry. But that also means we have one more listener. <laughs> that's true but it doesn't count as an extra stream no it does not right it so unless he forces her no 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 no. we listen to it at the same time yeah. but on separate devices put your headphones in oh right that'd yeah. be, that'd no, be no headphones no headphone splitter you gotta nope. do it on your own yeah, on your own but jacob is now a a taken man i guess a engaged more taken her more taken her i guess yeah yeah so of course that means the next question is is it's always like when you're dating somebody for a long time it's like when are you gonna propose then once that gets out of the way, it's like, when are you going to get married? And then once that gets taken care of, there's always like another question. Yeah. And then you know, kids like, and all When are you having kids? Yeah. And then you have like multiples. And then it's like, when are you stopping? Yeah. And then it's, I don't know what gets asked after that. I don't I, know. I don't think I get asked anything. I think I've passed all those stages. People have given up asking me any of that. When are you going to die? I think is maybe the next one that I'll be asked. Man, you know. <laughs> <laughs> That could, that could go dark and, and get <laughs> weird. Yeah. But I mean, because you think about it, I mean, there's all sorts of questions that are commonly asked. And then after a certain point, those questions just stop coming. And then it's like, what happens next? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, or people ask me, oh, when are you going to get, are you going to get remarried? Or, I don't know. When are you going to shave the beard? Oh, when yeah. I get that too. Yeah. yeah. I do. I should, I'm, th- I'm thinking about trimming it. It's getting, a little, it's getting a little out of control. I always trim mine. I, I take mine out on the sides and keep the length. Yeah. I was just, letting it go because i have no other reason not to yeah yeah, yeah. i'm gonna keep the hair going though we're mullet city oh yeah you gonna rock that oh yeah why not you should get a perm dude if it was long enough i'd get like a nice wavy farrah fawcett yeah, haircut just just oh, oh, just own, own it. it that would be great <laughs> absolutely great uh but it's not quite that long it's longer than it was the last time uh that i let it go yeah because at the beginning of the pandemic you, you were letting it grow out. yeah it was pretty long but it's it's, it's got, time for you're in ponytail range right yeah yeah, I don't do it, but I can. But you should. Meh. Get a pair of Crocs and a ponytail? Dude, I... <sighs> Crocs. Go walking through your local Whole Foods? Yeah, you can put those bad boys in sport mode. <laughs> Have we is talked it, about is that? Is that with I the strap like down? Talked, the strap down, yeah. Yeah, it literally says sport mode in the brochure. Does it really? Yeah. I, did, I had no idea that it was a brochure. Oh, yeah, it's like a little... Yeah. little uh, card. I think Sarah told me about it, and I went yeah. and looked it up. I, I've heard people referring to it as sport mode. I just yeah. thought it was funny because I understood exactly what they're talking about, but I had no <laughs> right. idea that was yeah, no, the it's official. actually a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have a friend, uh, Tiana. She wears Crocs. I've got a couple. And I of make fun of her all the freaking time. I've got a couple of people, uh, friends that that are wearing them, and it's starting to catch on. And I'm like, no, I've only worn cor- corks, uh, Crocs once, and it was when I was in South Carolina, and I was doing some kayaking. And somebody the, gave them to the you? rental place is like, you'll want these to get in and out of the water because the grip. Well, the, the shore is kind of rocky, uh-huh. so you don't want to be on it barefoot. But then you're walking through the water to get in the kayak. Oh. So you need footwear. And Did it was miserable. You? Did they rent them to you? They they were part of the rental fee. So oh. it, it was free to wear the Crocs. Gross. But the worst part was, is I ended up with circle sunburn marks on my feet oh, yeah. from the holes in the cracks. Yeah. That's stupid. Yeah. It's funny. It I was guess. funny, but it was dumb. But yeah, that was it's a, just it's a they're not cheap. 
No. And it's amazing how many different styles there are. There are thousands. And then people put the little stupid bead charm things on them. And they're just horrendously ugly. They're very ugly. But, uh, yeah, so I've only worn Crocs once. And that that event, that time I was renting that canoe was probably six years ago now. That is infinitely more than the times I've worn Crocs. Right. and But, I mean, what I find amazing is, like, I remember first seeing Crocs when I was out in the Midwest on a business trip. Yeah. And then it took a couple months before I made it out to California. But here we and are everywhere. 10 years later, and yeah. it's still going strong. Uh, I, I th- there are actual, there are Croc stores. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's insane. I've seen them in Tokyo. Like I was in Shibuya, and there was like a flagship Croc store I've with, seen it. with a ginormous Croc yeah, that's like three it. foot tall. Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah. I don't. I absolutely don't get it. There must be just an insane profit margin on some injected, a, molded it, yeah. foam. Oh. Have you seen pictures of people who have left them outside in the heat, and they shrink? No. It's, it's hilarious. Now they're like baby crocs. Or do they just get all raisiny, shrivelly? No, no, no. They're like baby crocs now. I've never they seen just, that. And they like, yeah, it's freaking hilarious. I'm now going to search you shrinking crocs. Yep. If anybody wants to check it out, it is pretty damn funny. It is on the internet. <laughs> Everything funny is on the internet. Well, that's true. Even us. Sometimes. Oh, no, we're always, we're always on, on the internet, internet, but we're sometimes funny. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'll give you that. <laughs> I'll give you that. Uh, did you see that? You saw the BMW at CES, the e Yeah, so... This past week was the Consumer Electronics Show in Las Vegas. It's one Which of the biggest lot, trade shows in Vegas. A lot of people went. I did not. Correct. And I did not go last year. Last year, they did not have it in person. They, they were did doing virtual, a, right? a virtual. And I was like, I'm not watching virtual yeah. presentations. So I didn't bother with it last year. This year, I signed up, booked a hotel, was making plans to go. And then with the Omicron outbreak getting worse and worse, um, a lot of the companies that I was going to be meeting with Pulled out of the show. Right. They had to cancel their meetings. They're not attending. Okay. A lot of the companies that I wanted to see, the the booths and, and the exhibitors, they pulled out and yep. didn't go. So then it's like, okay, got nobody to meet with. Well, not nobody, but I had very few companies to meet with and very few companies to see. And these numbers are growing out of control. Why am I even going? Let me just cancel. Yeah. So it I, sounds like, by the way, the a lot of the automotive companies that would do SEMA are transitioning to CES. But they a lot of them pulled out. I mean, the only ones yeah. that were there in person was, I think, BMW. Oh, okay. And GM, I think, did a virtual the Chinese, thing. Uh, one of those Chinese companies. Right. Yeah. Which, whatever. Yeah. And the EV company, I think. Yeah. yeah. There's there's a bunch of them, though. Yeah. And or, none of them, was it the Chinese one or was it the Indian one? I don't know. But I none, can't remember. None of, them, yeah. none of them have done anything other than exhibit at a couple auto shows, right. but they have no presence in the U.S., yeah. no sales. But... The interesting thing that we saw and we shared with each other was that BMW had their, I think their i4 electric crossover and it's color shifting. It goes from a charcoal gray to an almost light gray, white kind of color. Yeah, it's like a a dirty white. And we're like, how the hell is this happening? Because we've seen electrochromatic paint where the paint reacts to electrics right electricity so that, react. that's pretty cool that is pretty in cool. and of itself but it, we've only seen that in small like accent lines. i've seen it on like a motorcycle helmet i've seen it on yeah small panels so bmw basically turned an e-ink reader so like those tablet book the little book yeah, tablet a kindle like a kindle yeah that screen they wrapped the entire vehicle in that material and the wheels and the wheels and when they energize it they can change the color it's of the car so cool Basically, between the two colors of the Kindle, the on and off color. Yeah, which is pretty cool. 
It's useless. Oh, yeah. You in an accident, the liquid crystal would <laughs> leak out. I mean, yeah, I mean, it, it's useless. There's no use for it, but it is still pretty cool. I would want to touch the car because, you know, when you touch yeah, an LCD screen. Yeah, I want to feel screen, what it feels like. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah, but when you touch an LCD, it distorts. Right. And you can see the color change because right. you're displacing the liquid in the crystal. Right. Does that car it do must, the same thing? Right. It yeah. must. It's just, it was a total trip to see um, that. And then the Sony brought two cars. Sony had a car two years ago at CES. Right. They brought an SUV counterpart. Right. And now Sony is launching a mobility company, which in theory means that they are looking at manufacturing vehicles, not yeah. in-house. Well, but no. maybe They'll like, do what Fisker did and contract it. Yeah. yeah. Magnesteer. Right. And have them right. build it for them. But it's kind of interesting. But the Sony concept, when they first built it two years ago, was a way of showcasing all of their sensors because yep. sony makes a bunch of optical sensors right. cameras yep. uh maybe even radar, radar lidar yeah. all those things yep. and so this vehicle has something like 41 sensors on the outside of the car right yeah rather than partner with somebody who's built their own car they built their own car yep. and but it got such favorable feedback from the car introduction that two years later they introduced a a a similar suv i guess right. a yeah. complementary suv yeah that has the same design characteristics and so it'll be interesting to see if they get into it, but I'm kind of disappointed that Sony didn't lean more he- heavily into their Discman, Walkman, oh, yellow years? and yeah, gray, cool. like that industrial design. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would have been really cool. Uh, well, and then there's also the rumored, the still as yet unconfirmed Apple car. Yeah, I don't know if that's ever going to be a thing. You know, the, I mean, the Dyson one died. Yeah. So I'm reading an article about how to shrink Crocs. And apparently, if you have a dryer and a couple of wet towels, you can do it. There you go. You moisturize them and then stick them in a dryer. Okay. Or if you live in a country where there's high humidity and heat, just leave them outside. Yep. That's fascinating. Isn't that weird? You would think the opposite. Like, you would think the humidity would make them larger. Expand. Get yeah, yeah, yeah. Foam, foam right. expands when wet. Right. But no, they reverse. So you could trinky-dink your Crocs. That'd be kind of fun to just fuck with somebody. Like... <laughs> My feet are getting bigger. It's just like slowly somehow. Just do shrink. a little bit at a time. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's just they're stupid. I'm sorry if you wear Crocs, but they're dumb. I understand they're comfortable, but I can't bother to look at them. No, they're horribly ugly. Yeah, they can't be that comfortable. They're squishy, right? That's comfortable. I don't know. I don't know how supportive they are. I but... mean, look, Birkenstocks are supposedly comfortable too. But you're not going to catch me wearing those. Jeanette owns a pair. Good for her. Yeah. My mom has some. I know people that own them. I just can't do it. Women in Birkenstocks, I think, is way easier to accept than men in Birkenstocks. Yeah. Or men in Birkenstocks, khakis, and a cardigan. Oh, my. Like a weird hippie, hip, hippie, preppy, or not a yuppie. Yeah, yuppie. Yeah. Oh, I hippie, think the yuppie. footwear, I don't, I don't think the, the Birkenstocks fit that. They would be more of like the boat shoe. Oh, would yeah. Would complete that look. Also a weird choice. Yeah, here I am is the t-shirt and shorts and skate shoes. Yeah, I mean, I have a t-shirt and shorts and I'm wearing rainbows. So what the frick do I know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, this is, we're, we are the bastion of of, of style. Right Absolutely. Yeah. I have a style. It is mine. Uh, true. It may not be a great one. No, but, no, mine's, it, but it's mine. Mine's great. It's bold. Yeah, I like it. It's adventurous. I am, um, it, <laughs> dude, so it is January. What did I say it was? The 8th, 9th, something like that? January 9th? Yeah. It was 75 degrees earlier. After the crazy weather we've had with like the the huge downpour, like right the week of Christmas, yeah, and then the weather elsewhere, it's been nutty. Like global warming and the changes that we've seen in the weather, it's been crazy. But now the pendulum, at least in, in temperatures, has swung the other way. Because when it was rainy, it was really cold. Right. Overnight was in the low forties. Um, 
I think the... Well, what's weird is today the high is 78. Yeah. The low is 43. The 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 swing in temperatures in a daily is pretty big. But yeah. I remember the Monday after New Year's, like January 3rd, I mm-hmm. uh, went to the gym and the workout was a mile run, 50 sit-ups, 50 lunges, another mile run, 50 sit-ups, 50 lunges. And I was running in 39 degree weather. Yeah. It L- sucks. Little brisk. I went I went out one morning. It was about it was the same thing, like forty something. Yeah. And I put on a little pair of, you know, like tights to stay warm. I actually ended up getting too hot. I had a long side. I went the one of the days it wasn't raining too hard. I went and ran in the rain. It was nice. Yeah, running in a mist is kind of nice. Yeah. But running in just cold is It sucks. Yeah. Until you warm up and then I overheat. So like I'll put a long sleeve shirt on and by two blocks later it's pulled up as far as I can get the sleeves up. I have like a, a really thin like windbreaker uh-huh. and it doesn't breathe because it's like a plastic something or other. Right. Yeah. So I, I run with it zipped up and then when I overheat I just, just unzip, unzip it. it. Yeah. yeah. And then it's flopping around. Yeah. I hate that part. Yeah. I hate running. Well, yeah. Yeah. Well, I actually I, haven't been doing much of it lately either, which I need to go back. Are you gonna start running with a dog? When he's old enough. And he gets How his, old is old enough? Well, we can do some jogs once he gets all his vaccines. He's got another, like, I want to say, so he goes to the vet this week and then another month after that. When's he get the uh, the plastic cone of shame? Uh, probably a year. Okay. Yeah. He gets to hang on to those things for a year. And hump the shit out of your legs for a he year. He doesn't. You know what's funny? Like, it's weird. Not yet. Wait till he No, he does. See. Oh, he does. Yeah. Apparently, puppies, like, eight, nine weeks old, they can hump stuff but it's not it's nothing sexual it's no, no just it's, like a, a, it's a dominating thing it's just like yeah but yeah. It's, it's really funny and i try not to like acknowledge it or whatever but like he <laughs> grabs his toys and i'm just like oh so it's, it's to town so freaking funny he has one toy that I'm like, ah. is it that plushy dog thing that's yeah, the blue half one size yeah because it's long enough for him yeah like, he grabs it and he just looks ridiculous yeah i remember being in a pet store and my and my brother mark putting his arm in the little cube or whatever to pet the dog oh yeah and he was like oh look it's trying to climb my arm like no he's not climbing your arm that's pretty funny we had a a friend his dog they never got him fixed yeah so he would actually like mount oh they had a sleeping bag that they would know oh i swear it was so disgusting they encouraged it yeah no it was awful it was so weird you're just like why are you oh that is terrible like the dog wouldn't hump people Right. But he would literally like mount and finish a sleeping bag. Yeah. Yep. That's just wrong. It's super weird. That is the perfect note to end on, though. Yeah, it is. And on that note. And on that dog jizz stained uh, note. Oh, God. Again. <laughs> this is this is like multiple apologies. I'm going to find the perfect social media image to accompany that thought. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, sir, goodbye. Gives milk bone a whole new meaning. Oh, nope. We got to go. <laughs> goodbye. <laughs> You've been listening to the Ungrown Ups Podcast, and for this, we apologize.